Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. New scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more new features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This week in league, Tim Simona is off to New York to grab some German backpackers in a bid to meet the NRL's registration criteria. KFC shares skyrocket after news of Moses Sully signing another NRL contract. To plug a gaping hole between the big banana and the big pineapple, Garth Brennan imports the big coat hanger. Plus, we look ahead to the first round of the 2018 NRL season. Well, that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 277 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Welcome. For, Hang on. For, uh, episode for what? 277. Shit. It's fucking lot, eh? I was all set to say <laughs> this week, I was, I, was, I was all set to say, like, we are going to be locked in for the, 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 the double header that Saturday. Yes. We're definitely doing the meetup. And, like, we're usually pretty late to, you know, like, the end of the year meetup is always a thing. And anything else is kind of like, oh, fuck, yeah, we're doing that in yes. this weekend. <laughs> this year is not the case because, I mean, the NRL were gracious enough to release the draw early enough that the the doubleheader weekend is uh, is definitely happening. We'll do something on the, the games on the doubleheader is on the Saturday and we'll do something beforehand, no problem. And uh, probably a lot of things after as well. <laughs> after as well. Um, grand final thing, that, that's, that's the thing as well, but... Uh, Judging on the average length of a season of the show is like around, you know, 30, 35 eps. Yeah. Then we are going to breach 300 sometime this year. Fuck. And uh, I did, I have not looked at a calendar. That it's just going to be fucking relentless. This is Sparta references. Fucking <laughs> 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 madness. <laughs> Chicken just. motherfuckers down. Endless yeah. pits. <laughs> throw, them, throw, them, throw them fucking discarding babies like we fucking Bryce you know Cartwright. That, that guy, that's Noffa. He's <laughs> the ultimate decline. <laughs> and then Ivan, so you say like, Ivan is Leonidas or. <laughs> this is first grade! <laughs> oh, sorry, Tigers. No fans. ticket for the bus. Um, Fuck, that didn't take long. Welcome oh. to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> so loyal too. Yeah. What were you, what were you hearing? Oh, he was so loyal. He didn't really even. He didn't shop himself or anything. He was no. his tigers for tigers for life. Yes. Thing is, he's still in the. He, he's been named in the Reggie side, but he's also still in that. The top 25. If, ethereal, you know, 600 player list as of yeah. Tuesday. So strange, you know. Maybe maybe clear he's like hiding his ultimate weapon, you know, putting putting people into a false sense of security. Oh, we don't have to face him. 
Yes. All those, all those tries when he goes vertical and drops it and gets awarded anyway. This <laughs> try of the year in 2014, yeah, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Never forget. Um, How was your welcome. off? How was your off season? Oh, it was all right. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted your welcome That's okay. speech. That's okay. You can you may interrupt whenever you like. That's right. You've earned the right now. <laughs> Step there. You've been you've you've been around long enough that the the kids the kids don't call you by your Christian name anymore. They actually started to call you dad. You know what I mean? Like you've been around that long. <laughs> Gonna go for a pack of smokes. <laughs> uh, nice one. You know, they, uh, so and you know, especially when you've got you've got such a such a delinquent real dad, <laughs> who they never hear from anymore. <laughs> oh, he may as well left left not left to the country. He may as well left the country. I mean, you know, for all the, for all the, the children here from their real dad. So yeah, so it's um probably yeah. probably more effective for any of you Kieran foreign wannabes out there. It's more effective to go to the country than leave the country. Yeah, that's right. You know, docs haven't been able to find him. See it. That's it. Nice. Uh, welcome to any new listeners who uh, who have happened upon the show. Um, thanks for stopping by, and uh, and a special welcome, of course, to the Tour Nation people and the members, past and present and otherwise. Um, so yeah, my off season, I didn't do. I, don't know, I went on a couple of holidays. Nice. Played some games. Fantastic. Did a fuck up a lot of work. Mm. Dabbled in cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a bajillionaire yet? No, but I'm a thousandaire. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tens of thousandaire. Fantastic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I didn't didn't get up to a great deal. I mean, you know, was it, it, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was a Cassiano off season. Like, mm. a, like a, there was never any stage where I was firing all the cylinders. That's and it. Just, like, I was pretty much just interested. As long as your off season was more Cassiano and, and less Shandor. <laughs> Well, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, I was. I wasn't in Thailand selling smoothies to fucking Jeffrey. If that's what you're saying. Well, no, he fucking erect himself again. I oh, did too, poor cunt. It's first year. Uh, yeah. First opportunity back. Yeah. Yep. So nice one. And you know, this 2018, it's the uh, the year of redemption. Fucking hell, it's not it? redemption round. It's redemption season. <laughs> 2018. Redemption for everybody. Fuck me. Right. <laughs> Um, just to say, uh, I know you saw it, but I thought I'd bring it up for the people who didn't see it because I didn't really share it around a hell of a lot. I didn't I forgot to put it on Facebook. I'll put it up there tomorrow. Though. Mm. Tech Radar named as one of the. Uh, they had an article up there, like you know, if you want to, if you're in Australia and you want to get your podcast listening career off and running. Yep, here's the best ones. Only rugby league one on the list, and one of only a few sports ones. This week in league. And am I correct in saying the only non... One of... I'm not 100% sure about, you know, some of the... Like the cricket one and that, if it was a... Wasn't it the ABC one? Possibly. A lot of them were, were, were mass media or, you know, otherwise repurposed yeah. sort of stuff. And, that, and that is, that's been a constant or thorn fucking on my side. celebrity... Yeah, people, people. name value outside of podcasting that have, you know, done, you know actors or you know, yeah. whatever, yeah. The one that shits me the most, it really shits me when they just they have the, like, for example, not to pick, out, pick on anyone, but, like, for example, Hamish and Andy, they'll do, like, a radio show in an afternoon, 
Yeah. And they'll just strip the fucking copyright licensing issue yeah. songs out of it and just throw the audio, this just a, the, yeah. the banter in. This is a Here's podcast. a podcast. Yeah. Nubbage. It's not. But, yeah, uh, Carmel Seely was the name of the, the author. Thank you very much for happening upon the show and uh, and putting us on the list. It's uh, It's good to see external uh I, I really hope sometimes. Carmel's listening to the show right now confident in what they've done and not in some sort of crying game <laughs> esque uh, career ruining yes yes um, so sorry Carmel's editor if you're listening to this <laughs> we love Tech Radar oh we do now um something a bit different this year as well we'll just like switch the order of things around a little bit and kick off with the news uh, get the footy up and up front and then uh, mailbag and all that stuff that you know and love will definitely be uh, later in the show first thing some sad news we got to say um, rest in peace to Steve folks hmm. Canterbury legend uh, you know New South Wales origin representative on on uh, several occasions uh, represented the kangaroos was in like half a dozen premierships won fucking heaps of them uh, you know premiership winner as a player and a coach and a coach and yeah and I mean like he, he played he played almost 250 games for the doggies uh, coached them for almost 300 um, was the pioneer of the brought the cap win two years later coaching methodology or one of the certainly the modern in the NRL era, the modern era the, yeah. the, the NRL pioneer I, I think like you know Sheenius or you know, someone down Canberra way might have something to say about, <laughs> about well they the, never got done <laughs> well they did get done for the 94 they did get done for uh, for oh, around there I mean it was nothing yeah. it was nothing as as absolute I mean he's he was certainly the pioneer of the getting your team absolutely fucking ass raped when caught <laughs> yet still turning that around and, and harvesting the <laughs> harvesting the dividends from yes. the cheating yeah um, so, so yeah and I'll tell you he's very very young uh, yeah, comparatively age 59 and, um, let me tell you fucking a fo- and like the fitness machine that he was if a weapon like that is uh, is leaving the mortal coil at age 59 Whoa. I'm fucking probably 10 years in debt at this stage <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, was was riding a bike. Yeah. Uh, push bike. Yeah. Don't exercise. Shit, so yet, yet another reason to stay the fuck out of Lycra, un- unless you are a billionaire playboy cleaning up the streets in an effort to fucking avenge the untimely murder <laughs> of your parents, <laughs> fucking just stay in regular clothes. Yeah. And, 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 cycle, and cycling never did nothing for nobody. No. I mean, you know, it's, it's just Steve Folks. I mean, like, and, you know, and look at Lance Armstrong. He's still with us. Yeah. But cycling ruined him. Exactly. Ruined him. And his charity. Exactly. His charitable good work. Ruined by cycling. Look at what Peter Wallace has achieved with one ball. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> three times a man Armstrong is. <laughs> Yet biologically equal. <laughs> Oh, uh, rest in peace to the great man. Um, I'm sure that uh, Doggies fans would be... I mean, that would that's that's like, you know, Greg Alexander or... I'm trying to do the mental... Or Beave or, you know, like he's a fucking... He's an absolute yeah. gargantuan giant yeah. amongst fucking Doggies. I'm trying to more. think if it'll be us or a Doggies fan who's the first one to say, at least folks, you didn't have to see this. At some point in the Doggies 2018 campaign. 
I would almost put money on one James Chapman. <laughs> being the, but it would have to happen around the two-third mark of the season when he's utterly got the shits and given away. For this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's, he's going to work, work through the stages of the hope, you know, hope and confidence, denial, anger. <laughs> then we're going to start. <laughs> and it's cause, yeah, it, takes, it takes a number of losses to get to that. I mean, you can't do that. You know, you lose, you know, 36 to 6 in round one. That's not going to get you there. That game, yeah, you don't hate that game until yeah. round twelve. That's right. When that becomes when when, yeah. when it's a pattern and it's not just oh fucking round one, who knows what's going on? You That's know. It. Look, I, I love the, I love the way you're checking the checking to make sure you had to um, mute yourself. I'm looking at this red light <laughs> because uh, one of the one of the, the items in the article on tech, tech Radar was you know not as great, not as good sound quality as some of the other podcasts on the list. Um, you know, I I resent that incredibly. Oh, well, you know, maybe if we had a fucking publicly traded company that was paying well, for I'll, tech, we maybe we'll have to buy like you know these boom mic things with the fucking you know pop filters and little little fucking springs so that when we bump the table, it doesn't fucking reverberate through the. Oh, I thought you mic. thought you meant we'd have to have like a fucking merger of you know Fox or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, the next one, we just tried to uh, you know, pick some of the stories from the off-season that we think that you guys would like to hear about. And uh, this one has been absolutely beaten to death. This, dun, 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 dun. this story is... F- yeah. I'm so fucking sick of it. However, we everyone's going to ask about it. Everyone wants to hear us say yeah. the words. So we're going to say the words, Matthew Lodge, reprehensible... We said it last year when it looked like he was going to be getting a pathway through, you know, via the Redcliffe Dolphins yep. into the Broncos. I uh, thought it would happen sooner. Happened over the off-season. He's with the Broncos. You'd be running out for him in round one. Uh, obviously, our our position on uh, violent criminals in the game has been well documented since uh, well before the stepdad era and oh. continuing through the stepdad era. Oh. Uh not not wavered <laughs> at any stage. You guys know how we feel about it. Um, the um, the largest, most beat up story in the off season, though, and I've just got so much story fatigue yeah. about this fucking situation. At the end of the day, the NRL need to do something about it. They've got a couple of days to do it. They might make fucking idiots out of us, and they might actually do something. You know, they they may do something, but I doubt it. I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. Um, and so, as such. Look, here's the thing. This issue, like so many others in our game, mm-hmm. you can... It, it's like pulling a fucking thread out of a badly knitted jumper. Yes. You know, trying to find the fucking genesis of this problem. Mm-hmm. It can take you all the way back to, well, okay, fucking who owns some clubs and who owns other clubs and, you know, all of these fucking different things. One thing that I'm very, very unhappy with is there's actually been a fucking amazing job of deflection here. Mm-hmm. And this has been turned into an issue of the Broncos versus everyone who hates the Broncos. Yes. When that's not the issue at all. Yep. They happen to be the club that he's playing for. Yep. My issue is the game showed its hand on people like Shandy Earl. Mm-hmm. Um, Simona, 
You know, Tim Simona. There, there was Back not, to Tandy? There was not even a question on Tim Simona. He was detonated from the game within yeah. a day. Like, it was, yeah. it was almost instantaneous. It was like, this has happened. This has been found out. You're fucking gone. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, and then a lot of the other banner I've heard has been, oh, well... Packer and this and Fanua Blake and Blake. Louis yeah, and da, da, da. Louis and, yeah. You know, again, since well before my time, those, those cunts have been an absolute blight on the game. Mm-hmm. But there has to be a first. Yeah. You know, you you can't just keep saying, "Oh, what about this person? What about this person? What about this person?" Forever. If there's it's a good way, it's a good way to be the person that doesn't have to take the action, though. Yeah. You know, it it is. But you know, it, it's kind of like. You, you look back now, you know, at all those famous photos in in history of the the people protesting the black kids going to school. Yep. You know? Fucking, this is how history remembers Greenberg. Yeah. This is how history remembers this era of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a little blip on the radar and the premiere will be more important and all of the yep. usual jazz. Um, but it's not a Broncos thing. It's nothing against the Broncos. Uh, I go to my usual stance of Matt Lodge has every right to earn a living and do so in what manner he sees fit pending what he fucking did. Mm -hmm. If he went and dealt drugs, well then, that means he cannot have a career as a police officer. Yep. If he went and did financial crime and fraud and embezzlement, that means you cannot be a certain number of things. It disqualifies you from those professions. Yes. So no one's saying that he doesn't have the right to earn a living. However, yada, 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 same, same, doesn't same. Have, yeah, doesn't, does not have the right to earn a living uh, you know, playing professional yeah. rugby league. Um, you know, I've had three people I've spoken to who, you know, as a fan, it, it's put that much strain. There's been a battle every year trying to get their kid to play junior footy. Yep. And this has been the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. So that's three kids that I know of personally that have been taken out of junior footy. Yeah. Because this has been the catalyst for that decision. So, um, fuck. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's it's really. I mean, and, and Broncos fans they need to stop taking it so personally. Yeah. Because this is your club doing it, and people are going to say shit, and there's going to be people that are going to be whining you up over, of course. Yeah. But this, you know, there's, there's no reason to. Step away from your <laughs> your own fucking common decency. There's a lot of this, like you know, the, the 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 phrases, you know, like is I'm not a racist, but I'm not a I'm not I'm not saying I think that Matt Lodge shouldn't be playing rugby league, but yeah, it's a, it's not the same thing. But I mean, it's the same <laughs> same fucking ballpark. Yeah, it's the rugby league ex- version of exactly. Fucking Broncos fans, be Schindler. You know, be the, be the well. They don't want to give a fuck about the change. Well, they want to see. They want to be, 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 the, be the change. You want to know? That's what the change they wanted was they're gone. Be the, be the premiership. Who gives a fuck? That's the, yeah. <laughs> and Wayne Bennett. I mean, and that comes from the top down. I mean, Wayne Bennett. He's asked through the week at a at a press thing. You know, the comment on the lodge situation. And he's just like, you know, he's good at football, so we signed him. Yeah, paraphrasing. I didn't say it exactly like yeah. that, but that was basically all he said. Fuck, I'm sick of that argument too. Oh well, we're a rugby league club, and we pay people mm-hmm. to, put, to play rugby league. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but you didn't have a problem fucking sacking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those cunts whose name I can't remember. Fucking was Ian Lacey. He was the other one. And then the one that. Oh, 
fucking who was it? Was it Costigan? He got, he got sacked. Yeah. He got, he got, he got punted. Gay guy got fucked off. Yeah. I mean, you know, Broncos have had a very. I mean, it, it, this Lodge stuff didn't happen on their watch, and if it had, you know, potentially, yeah. I think there would have been a lot of action, but it's a very fine line saying, <laughs> welcome someone what, though, back. The, the, the thing, you know, the, the man who is desperately trying to stay relevant, Gordon Tallis. Please say, hey, Mr. Wars. <laughs> Yeah, he's fucking gone. He spent that long overseas. Uh, I tell you, if the Singapore government could read the shit he was saying, he'd get fucking caned every day. Well, they can, and they are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not pretend they're not. Well, if they could match it up to a fucking human being that lives within there. <laughs> um, you know, he came out and said that there was a time when the Broncos had sacked those players, now we signed them. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't even think it it should be again boiled down to a Broncos thing. Yeah, it's just frustrating that yet again we're in this situation where something's so fucking obvious. Yep. And and the governing body just want to dance around it. Yeah. So. And look, yeah, going forward, if he if he does something on the football field, you know, may refer to him as a low life piece of shit, mm. as has happened in the past with you know people like Fanul Blake and mm. you know Packer and so forth. But uh, we not will not be addressing that story again because I'm so fucking sick of it. Yeah, our, like, our opinion is well known. Yeah, yeah, we're not uh, we, yeah, we're, we're not telling you anything you haven't heard before. On uh, yeah, yeah, this show yeah. has been going since before and through the Louis situation yeah. well before Louis uh, through Louis and onward through everybody else so yeah it's well documented uh, just rewind and listen to one of those um, next one The Immortals now they've uh, said that there's going to be a new one this year uh, joining the uh, famous nine existing Immortals mm. uh, a lot of speculation who could it be I reckon uh, it should be oh, Brad Fittler oh, Go so on, going on Beave, previous Beave be tremendous not too early for Beave Never too early. I should have no. probably, probably done it on the dais after the fucking 2008 can, grand final. Can we honest. touch on the fucking absurd <coughs> concept of the Immortals? Yeah. Well, look, it was, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you've fallen away because we, we, had a, we were talking about this today on the phone. And I just... Something that was basically invented as a, a marketing-ish thing from a, a now-defunct rugby league publication, the most tabloid of the rugby league yeah. publications not like fucking soldier in the trench big league I mean this is the fucking rugby league week it was uh, and this this concept I think that I think that rugby league you know I guess or the NRL let's say let's say you know, the NRL definitely needs a hall of fame sort of thing and I would be very in favour if they copied the NFL system or took you know elements of fucking hell Copy the WWE system. I don't give a fuck. I mean, because guess what? They're all better systems than what we... I mean, this weird arbitrary thing that once every fucking blue moon, some guy's going to get named and then there's going to be the, you know, the back and forth, who should it be? And this time, from what I'm seeing, it appears to me that while there's, there's a little talk, a little bit of talk of Lockyer just in the background from, you know, Broncos. Yep. It seems to be it's like Mal Meninga. Oh, he must he was had to have been the one that was passed over for Joey. Yeah. Or we have to go back, Norm Proven, who's like whose credentials on paper are absolutely unparalleled. Yeah. And he would almost have should have been the first fucking one ever picked. Yeah. You know. I wrong. mean, you know, but a system whereby let's say let's say loosely based on like you know professional sport, you know some professional sports in America where. 
you retire from the game. You wait five years, yep. and you become eligible to be entered into the NRL Hall of Fame. And That's it's it. not something like the Immortals where there's like nine fucking guys. I mean, there are plenty of people that have made numerous significant com- contributions to the sport yeah. of rugby league in their time with the NRL and you know going back obviously through the hour you know you can bring back the old guys as well that's totally fine and then from the pool of in- of potential inductees each year then you select a, a, a number I don't give a fuck like three five I don't care and that's the guys that go through then what happens is the whole too soon argument doesn't really occur because it's a, a it's a mandated five it's five, one, five years you're good. <laughs> yep, you know, like and it, it's not fucking hard. It doesn't have to be like an either or fucking. You know, then it ha- doesn't have to be. Pro- you know, this year the ballot could include D Lockyer and Proven and Meninga, fucking yeah, Freddie, fucking yeah, like. like Warren Ryan, you know, I'm to like people who've, you know, fuck Tim Sheen, like, you know, like, I guess he's always a but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be players or de- or people who found found their fame solely as players. I mean, and it, yeah, there, there's <clears throat> pluses everywhere. Give it a fucking physical location, give people a fucking reason to go somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, for, for a game that's you know, bleeding for attention anywhere it can get and looking to grow its fan base. Yep. You know, take it on a fucking road show when when Origin goes to Melbourne or, or yep. Perth or wherever the fuck it'll be yep. this time. But I, I agree wholeheartedly. I would make a pilgrimage to the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. with the kids to see Brandy Alexander have his statue out the front unveiled. <laughs> to see Ryan Girdler working at the cafe in the foyer. Well, I mean, you'd have to have good little grind, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd have to. You'd have to be. <laughs> Probably Garlo's pies in there as well. <laughs> um, but you're right. A, it was a fu- bunch of fucking journos. And B, also, like, cocks like fucking the mole and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's, like, not even ones you like. <laughs> <laughs> not even the ones that are doing the good work. No, fuckhead. You bet cannot be an immortal. <laughs> Why shan't I be an immortal? Because every time I say first try score and give fucking couple of options, I always win. Every um, every every fourth time. Yeah. You were yeah. The fucking. Who was that cunt that used to talk to dead people? <laughs> he still does, isn't he? Fucking what is John Edwards or whatever? Is yeah, that yeah. what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, Mole. The John Edwards of fucking rugby league journalism. <laughs> um, Steady Eddie of rugby league tipping. <laughs> Like I can fucking yeah. talk though. But yeah, again, it 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 also get rid of this stupid fucking bullshit of every, every time a non Queenslander's picked. Because guess what, you're putting five in a year. Yeah. Even if it's not a great year for induct potential inductees from exactly. Queensland, just just put one of the. You're gonna just, get one. Just put one of the cunts. Exactly. In. I mean, like, honestly, you know, it solves the other issue we have is that the game is suited to memorialise certain types of players. Yes. You know, like you, you look at, you know, 20 years down the track, people will be talking about, well, okay, is it, you know, um, uh, Billy Slater and yep. and those people. You know, where are your props and second rowers? Well, like, yeah, I, I mean, on a, on a Hall of Fame sort of criteria and and as much as his, his career choices and as much of a, you know, just quietly, you know, his, his choice of wife is concerned... Someone like Glenn Lazarus, yeah, 
fucking like what six comps yeah like that guy is yeah. a fucking walk up that's it you know in a hall of fame situation but would never be even considered as an immortal well, what about in fucking 15 years time like or, you know 20 years time we have someone like fucking Talmalolo yeah. no place for him and if he beats it for another decade exactly like you know he's gonna beg Green to give him a number 7 jersey for a year yeah. <laughs> I want to be an immortal someday yeah, exactly so I'm tired of saying fucking future immortal Scott Minto. Just <laughs> there's going to have to be a down here where they can slide him in. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know what? Even if you have your immortals thing, see, I just don't. I just don't know. I don't think they can coexist though, because you know you pick. The, I mean, you can't have an immortal every year. But you know, when you look at the years inducted at the moment, I mean, they had like the initial batch where they put four of them in straight up with Churchill, Fulton, Gazzini and Raper. Then we wait until 1999 to, yeah. throw, to throw Langlands and, and Wally in. Yeah. Then some arbitrary four years later, Artie, and then another <laughs> arbitrary nine years later, then goes Joey. And so here we are in 2018. Once again, a fucking there is malformed fucking and arbitrary glaring, six years later. Glaring exclusions from... Yeah, anyway. Oh, there's so many. Just do, just, just do a proper Hall of Fame. That would be fucking great. Yeah. Everyone would love it. You know, it'd, yeah, it'd give people like Wayne Bennett a chance to get recognition. Yeah. Because he'll never become an immortal as a player. No. That's right. You know, but he'd be in there in a Hall of Fame situation for something. Yep. So, so retire Wayne. <laughs> start, the, start the clock on the five years, fucker. Depends if he wants to go to his own ceremony or not, but, you know. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the final thing is, uh, is is something that you want to talk about. Can I just quickly yeah. point out just on that, you know, as you're running through Immortals, um, fucking dragons, considering what's come to light with a certain Immortal yeah. over the last little while, I think it's pretty poor form to be, uh, you know, now given as sad as it is when anyone passes, mm-hmm. your best option would have been saying nothing, honestly. Yeah. As a fucking organisation, Dragons. Yeah. As an organisation, we shouldn't have come out from the, the official yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, and people know what we're talking about. People know what we're talking about. So, you know, fucking learn how to read your fucking audience. Yeah, take the temperature of a room. Yeah. yeah. You know. All right. Transfers, this is what you want to talk about? The Pope's not going to retire a collar for a week when fucking George Pell dies. <laughs> he would have safely kept him fucking wrapped up in the walls, though. <laughs> On a constant diet of little fucking bambinis. Funnily enough, that's the line he used. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, the transfer window. Yeah, oh, you want to talk yeah. about transfer window stuff? Look, that that was more just, you know, throwing shit around. You know, yet again, we've got another fucking farcical off-season where... Todd Carney, uh, are, two days from the start of the season, yeah. potentially uh, being being signed uh, to the Cowboys. Canning signed to the Cowboys, which then apparently means Lachlan Coots going somewhere else. and Possibly, yeah. And then you've got, like, Peachy signed for this, next this. year for... From uh, from Penrith to the Titans. Yep. Um, you got you know Suli's fucking. He's he's been he's done the village <laughs> over, the, over the last like four weeks. Yep. Um, it, it's nuts. The other thing is, it fucks the game itself because it destroys any sort of reasonable pay for skill 
of the open market. Now, yep. You're going to get some discrepancies anyway because not everyone's contract ends at the same time. No, but what you're saying, if, if we had a transfer window where everybody who was eligible to move was, available. was on the market, and then so you're looking at uh, for halves, for example. Yep. Jim Maloney's on the market. Moylan's on the market. Hunt's um, on the market. Blake Green's on the market. Hunt's on the market. Cooper Cronk's Cooper on the market. Cooper on the market. And... When you look at those guys, you would go, okay, hands down, Cooper Cronk is, is is probably deserving of the highest yep. pay packet there. Which means he would have probably still ended up at the Roosters. Yeah. However, it then probably means that the Dragons don't end up paying as much. That's right. They don't, they don't pay like 900 or whatever he yeah, is. Whatever, whatever because he's he wasn't yeah. the number one choice at the time. Yep. You know? Then that leads to, well, you know, Maloney was, was unhappy because, well, hang on, how the fuck is Ben Hunt on... Has, he, has Hunt getting 900? Yeah. 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 You know, the issues that it fucking causes are that unprofessional and, and that frustrating, you know? And look, I'm quite at peace with the Peachy situation. You know, I'd probably yeah. be less at peace if he was, you know, a key position, like a spine position. Yeah, or if he was, okay, let's say, let's, let's not say Peachy then, and let's say it's... Uh, Angus Crichton, who's like an up-and-coming fucking yeah. you know, future beloved, you know, like a guy that is clearly like a stack of potential. Yep. He's not like this guy who couldn't find his place like Peachy, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, he's a guy like a, a, clearly a star, of the, an obvious star yep. of the future. Um, that's probably harder, like for, that's harder to swallow for Souths fans, probably, yeah. um, than it is for you as a Penrith yeah, fan yeah. to swallow the other and, one. And look, Probably probably easier still, though, because Souths really aren't a contender this year. And Souths aren't exactly, like, spilling over with fucking... Yeah. So what are they doing with him, you know? Yeah. Like, if they're not a contender, do you... It, yeah, it, it's 100% absolutely fucked. But, you know, the thing that I think it goes back to is the complete fucking mismanagement of player agents. Mm-hmm. By the government, but yeah, and yeah, lack of yeah, lack of uh, lack of initiative from the top, the lack of leadership from the, the top, the fucking complete absence of any sort of testicular fortitude. Because that shit can get very easily nipped in the bud. All yeah. the game has to do is say that this is the fucking, this is what we're doing. Fucking oath, you know, live by it, profit by it, or and we we saw it play out with the West Tigers. Yep. You know how the fuck the three players have one manager, and they're all off contract at the same time. Yeah. How the fuck does that happen? Well, by very careful you know, manager from the from the player management. Exactly. But in, in but, all, yeah. almost every other industry, you know, shit and, like that. And has when you're holding, it. and when you're holding like twenty percent of a fucking side, mm. almost. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that that's a significant chunk of the fucking side. Exactly. Especially when they they they, it's a, you know they're half of a spine in there. Yep. Like. And the other one, you know, not related to them, but it was off as well. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. And like, and and the way you know, traditionally before it went mayhem wise, when like a player, you know, you'd get to the middle of the year and oh, such and such a sign with such and such, and he's going to play for them next year. Yeah. As a as a as a fan of a club, that's a fucking hard pill to swallow. But it's kind of like the way it's it's the way it is or the way it was. Yep. So you just kind of got used to, you know, they're on the market, these guys are playing them or whatever. Yeah. That's the way that's that's the way it is. This but these, you know, 
signing for these guys for the season that yeah. hasn't even started yet. That shit's harder. And then, then when you get these crazy musical chairs and shit, like, you know, you know just all, at all times. Again, you you look back on, you know, normal life. Mm-hmm. If you were to change jobs, you've got, like, a fucking month's notice. Yeah. You know? You gear up, you go for your interviews, you, yep. you do your shit, you change jobs. Mm-hmm. Grand final fucking finishes, and on that last game, anyone who's off contract is then officially off contract. Yep. The NRL can say that you've got until fucking Christmas. Yep. Or January one to Sorted register out. new teams. Yep. Just fucking get it done. Yep. You know. Anyway. And this whole thing, like, oh, we're not going to talk that we can't talk to that player, you know, because he's on holidays. Exactly. If you're off contract, don't go on fucking holidays. Or go on holidays and do you conduct your business by phone and email like a fucking normal yeah, person. It, like, it's easy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> file that under shit we'll do when we run the NRL. <laughs> yeah, file that under shit that will never... <laughs> <laughs> shit that will never happen to everyone's satisfaction. I know, I know that. that, that I don't know. know. Yeah. We got close with our bid to buy the Titans. Yeah, True. NRL fucking... <laughs> NRL kept keeping the man down. <laughs> oh, keeping us down. Last order of business before we get going on the uh, round coming up this weekend. Uh, I guess, look, everyone's done their, their, their 1 to 16 predictions. Uh, they've been doing them, I think, since, uh, you know, probably October 10th uh, mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Fucking sick of seeing it. Um, I, I think it's yeah, it's a it's a fun little academic exercise for people who who want something to point to a year down the track to say, yeah. look at me, I are genius, I are so smart. I don't, I, you know. Look, instead of that, let's go through. We'll go through the teams alphabetically. Pros and cons, and you know, general <clears throat> well, feeling. All, all, all I really want, all I want, really want to hear is uh, we can we can do that and. Well, yeah, we'll do do that first, and then because all I, all I really want to cover off is I just want to who do you think is going to win the comp? Simple as that. Who's going to win? I don't see anyone improving enough to beat what Melbourne have lost. Okay, that's a big loss, though. It is. And yes, they've they've you know created themselves a a, a little understudy, you know. Yep. Slash clone. Yep. But. You know, that's a tremendous amount of uh, of uh, experience and combination that they are that yeah. they've relinquished. I, I don't think it's going to be as pretty. Um, and if it wasn't for the style of football I saw Melbourne play last year, I'd be tipping the Roosters to win the comp. Mm-hmm. But Melbourne surprised the shit out of me last year with with the brand of football and the evolution they made yeah. as a club. The fact that they weren't just a wrestle and grind club. I mean, they were. But they also had some uh, some fantastic attack as yeah, well. The, yeah, the fact that, you know, and, and I know it was wings and centres and the like, but the... That's what they're fucking for. True. But the the fact that Melbourne looks such a different team... Yeah. Um, ...from previous years mm-hmm. makes me think that they'll, they'll cope better with their losses. I think in this early stage where you don't really know what people are bringing to the table, it is very safe to... to to look at the the, the defending champions mm-hmm. and and you know select those guys. I think that they'll be around there. I think personally that the winner will come from Cowboys or perhaps the Roosters. The Roosters are a little bit of question mark. Like if they have a well, I mean they never usually do, but if they have like a a Penrith twenty sixteen 
yeah. injury crawl yeah. or, or like yeah. a, or a man or you know manly 20, 20 or manly 20 season of twenty fifteen whatever it was. Yep. If they have one of those fucking years, where like they've yeah. airlifted Ronnie Palmer in to do the physio and yeah, and yeah. everyone just starts fucking buckling, then they're fucked. They, there's not a lot. Basically, there's not a lot to plug the gaps the, there. The Roosters have taken the Viagra before they know if the babysitter's available. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys, on the other hand, grand finals last year. Yep. On a on an incredibly impressive, uh, uh, you know, and and certainly unexpected run when they lost, you know, their talisman first, the, you know, yeah. midway through the year. Yeah, we're um, out of the eight last round. Yeah, 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 exactly. So. And you know they got in. You know they got in based on you know they they Bradbury their way in. But fuck me, they they kept skating. Fuck <laughs> all they did. They kept skating yeah. all the way in. Um, <laughs> now they got Thurston back. He's allegedly retired from from representative football. Yep. Which means that he's going to be there the entire year. Yeah. And as, so as, in, unless. And yeah, they'll have they'll have you know your Matt Scott. I mean, like yeah, they, they had you other get losses. Back. Year. They uh, unless there's something with the return of Thurston, which I didn't see in that bullshit um, mm. testimonial game. Unless, unless something happens where the all of a sudden Thurston and, and Morgan can't do it, you know, like they, you know, it doesn't work. Like like a, like Moylan and Cleary. Yeah. Unless something like that happens, which I can't see it happening. How attractive is Michael Morgan's wife? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, look, you're right. I, and again, I, I think the Cowboys will be there or thereabouts. Um, they, they're probably the, the last of the more methodical teams. You know, yeah. if you look at, you know, they scored the fewest long range tries. They needed yeah. to be within a certain range to score last year. They did it well. They, again, ended up in a grand final result. I was going to say, I mean, themselves. if you got between me, he's out and you just pop a little fucking kick over for, yeah, like, you know, great. But, again, I think it, uh, they're losing a little bit, especially around the edges. Um, and this may come back to haunt me because I think I said it last year, I don't think they have enough points in them to go all the way. Yeah. I just don't know. I'm, un- I'm unconvinced but this, yeah, this it's all crystal bullshit at this time That's of the year. Who fucking knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, who's getting the spoon? I looking over it. It it has to be the dogs or the rabbits. 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 You say? Yeah. I don't know about the rabbits. I just think they'll be just you know oh. meh. But I think the spoon. Mm. It's uh, kind uh, of the off season's kind of changed what I thought the spoon would represent. I'm only thinking just because Reynolds is that biscuity these days. Yeah. But fuck the dogs have got a lot to lose. Yeah. But they made some you know, if the dogs had have gone in as per the you know, with the personnel that they they'd traded for, you know, and acquired but with Hasler in that kind of you know that that black cloud over yeah. there. Yeah. Then fuck yeah, I'd be with you, okay. dog dog spoon all day. But and and you know Titans exactly the same. However, mm. we now know that the Titans have got a fucking great coach there. Yeah. It's just whether they he can get it do. done, and maybe he's not going to get it done this year, perhaps. But he's starting to bring the kids that like to play for him, and who were successful, successful playing for him. Yep. Bringing them in. Yep. So. 
you know, I think the Titans, it might not happen this year, but I feel like their upward trajectory begins this year. Yes. How, you know, I'm not sure what the graph is going to look like. Um, and, you know, as far as like ladder position, you don't know how other teams are going around them. So, you know, they may stay the same. However, yeah. I feel like the upward trajectory begins. I feel like with Knights, the upward trajectory surely must begin. Has to. It has to. Um, dogs, as I said, like, I, it's it's one of these things, like, what happens with the new coaching? Yeah. But you, new, new attitude, new, like just, just when you're in such a fucking, yeah, a seemingly endless fucking downward spiral of the Hazlitt, let, Hazlitt let me period. Put you back to that Newcastle, yeah, Canterbury game, Josh Reynolds' last game, yeah, his farewell, yep, right, where Newcastle had won, yeah, yeah. Which teams had better personnel changes in the off season? Yeah. <laughs> And the reason that game got won, like the emotional, you know, engine driving that victory. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, the Dogs have lost Graham. Yeah, who I think, looking at the trial form, I think just at the right fucking time too. I think he, I mean, that guy's been fantastic. He was one of my favourite non-manly players a couple of years ago. Um, It's going to be interesting to see now, you know, Clemmer and Jackson and... And those guys yep. actually will okay. No, you you do need to be the leaders. Yep. Graham's not there to yep. to show you the way. Um, I don't know how you drive a chariot with a potato, but Aaron <laughs> Woods is there. So <laughs> we'll see how Clemmer goes. Now he's got his misses. You know, <laughs> <laughs> good thing footy shorts don't have pockets. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so you're going no dogs. I just like I. Th- it's just I just don't know on the dogs, but I feel like the I feel like the the, the trajectory of the of the Knights and the Titans must go up. Yep. Tigers unconvinced. They've made a lot of changes. Unconvinced that their trajectory is going up. I don't, I'm not necessarily going to say they get the spoon, but you know, they're going <laughs> to. Did you see that article I put up? Not sure. The New South Wales government has forcibly. <laughs> Acquired the the land of the uh, old Balmain Legs Club. Oh, that was all. That was all through like the. And you know what they're going to do? What they're going to turn it into a hole in the ground that's not even useful. It's going to be used to excavate the dirt from the useful tunnel they're digging. <laughs> oh, mate. The, the the very fucking ground. Tigers, Tigers, Tigers fans must absolutely be fucking loving Benny Elias and what he's done to them since. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, um, yeah. So, just spoon. I, I don't have a definitive spooner. Okay. I, I, again, just look, looking at the fact that the game now oh. is starting to become much more fast paced. Yep. I think the Tigers lend themselves a little bit better to that style of football. You look at a couple of the guys that stood up during the World Cup. Yeah, you look at a couple of guys that stood up towards the end of their season, though. You know? They're not fucking there no more. They play for other teams now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, I'm still putting doggies last. Doggies last. <sighs> Bold. Bold prediction. So who's the big improver, then, for the year? <sighs> Very flavour of the month, the Newcastle Knights. I think everyone's almost predicting them to just go instantly into the eight. I, I don't see how people have gotten to that conclusion. Look, Mitchell Pearce is, and you know, has been said plenty of times by fine people such as yourself. Mitchell Pearce is a 
good club player. Yeah. But he was dumped because he's not a leader. He's not and a... He was, dumped, know, he, was dumped, he was dumped for... Whilst a very good player is like at the absolute end of his career... And his own yeah. move, like it's 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 like a pinch hitter, the you know, mercenary yeah. move just to, to slot a guy in, and they, and yet despite that they've they've been happy to fucking shark <laughs> someone who would have played out his days with them and you know with great pride. And, I think the Knights showed enough improvement last year, you know, even without their position on the ladder. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they, I don't I don't think they are you know. They they could get the spoon, but I don't think so. I feel like they're, no, they're going I don't up. Think they will. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know about this. You know, the top eight um, stuff. This year, you know, it's interesting. If you if you cast your mind back to last year, mm-hmm. there were there were the articles about how every team was a contender, and you look, and you know, fucking Penrith started the year as comp favourites yes. because of you know half a Ra- season. Raiders up there too. You know, in, you know, Raiders were going to do this and this and this. This year, you've got that many new, untested combinations. Mm-hmm. You've got that many, uh, you know, move, key movements. You know, you got Hayne going back to Parramatta. So, well, okay, that club was definitely on an upward trajectory because um, Norman and Moses were starting to get used to each other, and they yeah. were starting to flow. And now this will hang on. You fucking throw Jared Hayne in the mix there. Maybe throw him in the fucking Mounties instead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got Gutho coming back. Yep, yep. What the fuck's going to happen to Parramatta now? When you look at it, you go, you, like, the, the Titans, a lot of newness happening there. Broncos, you know, new-ish. Yeah. Halves combination. Mm. Manly new halves. Uh, new halves combination. Fucking Warriors, new halves combination. Mm. Knights. Yeah. Roosters. Yeah. Fucking Penrith. Yeah. <laughs> it- Seriously, uh, Ra- Raiders. I've seen. I've seen. They're, they're rolling out. This, I think there was Caesar and Williams. You know, there, there was only a couple of a handful of teams. Storm that would that would start with the same. Yep. You know, halves pairing. Drink. Fuck me, it's just about everybody, isn't it? I'm just, yeah. I'm, who, who's going? I mean, like Broncos are kind of like, like half new because you know they they knew this was coming and they and they and they played. You know, they played Nicarima they, they, there. They played, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and the Cowboys by default. Yeah. You know. It's been a while since it's happened. Like you know, yeah. been, been the, the best part of a season, but yeah. it's also been happening for a couple that's of it. years. So that's um, not completely. I I think that this year there's a there's the four teams, there's the Roosters, the Storm, mm-hmm. the Cowboys, and the Broncos. Yeah, for me it's a three. The Broncos, you know, maybe, but and like I think they'll certainly be in the finals. But I don't know if I put them in. Taking into account what we know about the Broncos, they're going to be well drilled. You know, mm-hmm. say what you like about him, Wayne Bennett. Yeah. You know, they're going to be well-drilled. Yep. Half of their games are a massive fucking road trip yep. for other teams. Yep, yep, true. And then you get things like, you know, they get additional home games with, like, you know, Manly. Correct. Play, you know, double-headers, you know. So that's, that's it? Yep. Um, no, there so was, there is a base level of wins that you can achieve. There, I mean, there was the outcry. That, there, there is, there's a base level of... of, yeah. of, of Losses or more difficult games that yeah. they have to that they have to withstand uh, during the Origin period. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, there's there's also a number of. But again, that gets yeah. less every year. Yeah, you know, as as well, as Cowboys and Storm start to you know, they, they, exactly they tend to pick up more of the tab. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> again, also based on the fact that the Broncos have stepped up to the direction that the game's going. Mm-hmm. That fast play the ball. Yep. Well. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah, Hunt's not a small loss. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I still think it, it's those four. 
and then the remaining four spots in the finals are going to be fought out by everybody except probably the Dogs and Newcastle. Yeah. And who the fuck knows? There might be a ref. Maybe Titans and Titans and Tigers. So that's 4-4. Four, four, and then we're stuck yeah. in the middle with eight playing for four. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? That's still, yeah. I was trying to be kind. I thought I'd smack the Tigers enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying... I'm, I, I just... I, I just don't know. It's... <coughs> like, I expect the Warriors. I expect improvement from those guys. I don't. Well... Like, one day, surely, right? No. Like... <laughs> Fucking no. If you go to a casino and you keep putting it on black... We keep putting it on red. We keep putting it on. And on. You do it long enough, and the, and the laws of probability state eventually the chances of it happening. Yeah, that is true. But you've got to have enough money to bet every time until that happens. Well, this time it's not currency. The only currency is there is New a, Zealand pride. Well, no, the currency, That's the currency they trade. The in currency tears. is years alive to see the improvement. That's what you're putting down. That's there's, true. There's a reason fucking bookies have swimming pools and punters have bathtubs. <laughs> oh, very good. Fuck. Um, revelation of the season. Um, I think the revelation of the season is going to be fucking Viliami Kikau. Absolutely monstering. Anyone that stands in his way, leading try scorer, Nathan, Nathan Cleary to go back to back, leading point scorer. Um, I'm not yeah. asking for these fucking ethereal, fucking random predictions. I just said who's going to be the revelation of the season. Kick out. Yeah, kick All out. Right. <coughs> Suli. <laughs> Put it this way: when you look at the, when you're looking at like you know. Uh, teams that are the biggest improvers, the ones that have the most to improve, is the wooden spooner. Every position above, uh, uh, yeah. every position up is a move in, is a move of improvement for those yeah. guys. Suli, I feel is like at the moment he's like the spooner of player stocks. He's know, uh, maligned. I, Manly has a, a fairly good track record. I mean, admittedly, and I've said this to you privately, um, but admittedly, it was like in the Joe in the Joey Nullivale era. He was a fantastic, a, a fucking wizard. Yep. With with young Polynesian players mm. about keeping their head screwed on and fucking yep. not getting into off field shit and blah blah blah. Yeah. So you learn if, that they, from, uh, if they can get Langy. some, if they can get some uh, some sort of mentorship or something, I mean, one thing's great. He's kind of removed, well removed from the West mm. now. You know. Yep. So uh, I'm just trying to think. You know how. Uh, how good the KFC is in on the peninsula. Uh, it's hard to get anywhere. <laughs> um, the fucking Uber Eats get out there? That's your fucking worry. Yeah, that's true. It's a different age, isn't it? <laughs> this cunt needs his fucking phone. Yeah. He needs, to be, he needs to be up at the Cowboys where they haven't got Uber, let alone Uber Eats. <laughs> or internet. <laughs> oh, teeth. <laughs> Actually, they're going to be fucked because no one else can eat anything because they've got no teeth. <laughs> he just goes into Woolies. He's got everything. Um, but look, put it this way. I mean, like obviously, he was fucking beast last year. Like, the, yeah, potentially. I mean, if they can harness him, 
that what they're doing is taking what is effectively the lowest commodity now, in the league at, at the moment me? today. And if they turn him, if he plays first grade, yeah. then that's a gigantic fucking win. This is, can you explain to me? Follow the money here. Yeah. Right? West Tigers signed him on fucking stupid money. It was stupid, stupid for the age money. I mean, they talk yeah. about like 1.3 million, but that was like, you know, 350 over four years or something. So yeah, he was on like 350 that. a season. Yeah. Or, or three something, like 310 or 325. They've it was. punted him. Yeah. What did the doggies pick him up for? Do you have, have we, like, the way they talk Who's about it, it's almost building? like they picked it up for dollar for dollar. It all, it, like, it's like the doggies threw pretty much the same, or no, maybe not the same, but they still threw a fuckload at him. Okay. Like plenty, plenty. So are we saying here that the dogs are picking up some of his no, tab? No, 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 no. So Manly have paid they're not, they're not the dogs him, paid. Not, no, no, they're not giving him a cent. He's like terminated. He's not getting severance. Any, he's not getting anything from the dogs. Okay. And so now, so he was done. He was effectively done in the NRL. Ah, okay. Uncontracted so player. His can- okay. And so it was. So the salary cap doesn't apply. And so we were. Th- so we were, okay. we were look. Well, what that what Manly have done? They've signed him for fucking bucket of chicken, yeah. fucking like a three piece feed, because <laughs> he's technically signed to like the fucking twenties. Yeah. Okay. He's so so he's on. I you know I don't think like you know whatever minimum I don't I don't even know what sort of wage even applies. He's okay. he's on Match like payments. he's like yeah. resurrecting career yeah. level. You know like he's grateful to be putting his boots on each weekend sort of thing. Like he's on that fucking level. Isn't that funny? And I know I'm fucking breaking our own rule by bringing this up. Yeah. But in the same league, we've got a kid who, because of an attitude, is on basically pocket money payments, and on the other end we've got a fucking guy that like did almost ISIS level shit to people keeping them trapped in an apartment <laughs> <laughs> like, I just can't fucking he wasn't dressing them up in orange jumpsuits and that I mean like <laughs> he did a lot of things <laughs> if, if he'd have done that in the name of a pretend man yeah anyway um origin winner New South Wales that'd be fucking stupid of course New South Wales the Freddie Fitley era actually yeah the, the, it is it's the beginning of a new era no Mitchell Pierce. yeah yeah. don't fucking count on it I heard some uh, interviews from the NRL season launch and uh, with a couple of people uh, Wally Wanker Joey Johns and they were all like you know what I think Mitchell Pierce is going to get it Joey particularly Joey saying it makes me think that okay maybe yeah. that's going to happen and they're like they're saying like Freddie is fucking like he's been full time on origin shit for three months already. Like he wants to be so fucking prepared. Yeah, blah, that's blah, great. Blah, which is great. But he, that three months he hasn't used that time to to determine that Mitchell Pierce should be stamped. <laughs> fucking hell. Okay. He could sit there with a fucking potato and do one of those like kindy stamps, <laughs> like fucking never to represent again, <laughs> dipping in some fucking paint. <laughs> um, fucking hell. What else? What else is? What else do we need to cover off for the happenings? Happenings of the Mate, season. Look, yeah. Again, I think we've gone through most of the teams. It is. We've missed the Raiders, but no one fucking cares about them. Yeah, I forgot they were even playing this year. Been very quiet down there, haven't they? Yeah, it's um fucking unfortunate. On paper, they're the ultimate on paper team of the last couple of years. I think. Yeah, but now they've done it to people so much that it's like on paper. It's like yeah. 
I, I expect them to, to win a lot of games and I expect them to go pretty well. Yeah. But I certainly wouldn't, you know, like they were, you know, Penrith and, and Raiders, they were like their premiership favourites last yeah. year. Yeah. It's going to be a rematch in fucking 91. Yeah. And, and now it's like, I haven't heard anyone. I mean, plenty of plenty of Raiders in the eight, but yeah. no one has tipped them to, to do the whole, you know. Look, the thing I'm looking forward to most this year that? is to finally be able to scientifically analyse whether hoodoos are actually team-based or player-based. How so? Uh, okay. Will Cronulla arse-rape the Raiders in the last two minutes of play? Just slowly on the fact that, that Moylan is there. Yeah. You know, this year, will Manly continue their run of being Penrith's bitch? And then next year... I, 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 I seem to remember Manly beating Penrith once by a more combined aggregate than any Penrith, <laughs> Penrith total wins all season. What are you talking about? No, you, yeah, beat us once. Yeah. But again, you go back over the last couple of years... Yeah, but I mean, you have to say like you know, you, so you want to say like Peachy or something, but I mean, then you got to look at the. I mean, but I'm saying does Peachy carry the hoodoo with him? But he's the kind of, but he's the kind of guy that they couldn't find a spot for. How many fucking times? I mean, like last year, yeah. How many times did he appear? And you know, you know what I mean? Like Dylan Walker found a spot for him <laughs> outside <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> Dylan Walker fucking the owned him of, in that the game. Hand of Peach. <laughs> yeah, Dylan Walker fucking owned um, him in that game too. He just got the last word. Look, yeah, pretty much. I'm I'm trying to determine here if hoodoos. Are like hmm. you know, herpes or gonorrhea. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think of any other possible ones because I mean, with so much you know transferring of players, I can't think of anything off the top of my head though. Who do Manly have a who do over? Well, Sharks always. Okay, so how do they go against the Warriors typically? Yeah, we usually get them too. No, no. So did, does Blake Green now lead the Warriors to a who do over the Sharks? Yeah, it's possible, but I mean, he was only like, you know, he was only there for five minutes at Manly, yeah. so I mean, I don't know how, you know, how, how much of the, yeah. the fucking good vibes he picked up. And let's face it, you know, like, most people beat the Warriors lately anyway. Yeah. I mean, is it a hoodoo or is it just <laughs> just the way it yeah, is? But, uh, <laughs> no, all, all things said and done, I think at, at the end of the season, there's going to be a lot of fans of a lot of teams just hoping to be... Happy with how things gone. I think this is the yeah. season of lowest expectations I've ever seen across the board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just want things not to be a complete fucking cart right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Round one, 2018 season. Yeah. We kick off Thursday night football. Um, probably my least favourite type of football. Yeah. I still I still lament the loss of Monday nights. I mean, it's just like, there's nothing doing on Monday nights. I know. It was, it, sure, did, you know, was it fucking shit to drive down to Rabina on a fucking <laughs> Monday afternoon to watch Manly play the Titans? Yes, it was. Yeah. However. And I fucking knew it was Monday. Yeah. I That's true. Fucking hate Thursday night. Thursday does sneak up. It does, it does sneak up sometimes, doesn't it? No, no. Well, you know, Thursday night football ends, and I'm so used to Friday night football ends, and there's the fucking weekend ahead of me. Thursday night football ends. Oh fuck! No, they work. Work tomorrow, on. and they don't even put like lethal weapon or nothing on after it. Oh, it's tragedy. Too off this shit. 
And then, <laughs> on top of that, they serve up the Broncos versus the Dragons for us. Yeah. Um, Down there at Jubilee. Fuck, I wait. assume this has been set up in some sort of, uh, you know, rivalry round, you know, Hunt versus his former team thing. I, I was actually trying to look for a pattern of that, and I can't see it anywhere else. Oh, no, I can see it. Tigers and Roosters. You see, they put the Tigers in the... You know, so that, that's... You know. I mean, the Manly one has no... You know, makes no sense. No. Yeah, kind in of that respect. Of, yeah, traditional Western rivals, Battle of the West, but... Yep. Um... Ah, oh, fuck. First round of the season, you've got to go with where, you, where the, the form line appears to be. And I mean, the yeah, Broncos, yeah, Broncos can't go should, the Broncos should this win, this, win this game handsomely. Yeah. I see I see that uh, the Dufty is in the 18 uh, on account of the fact of um, the number one being retired uh, in honour of uh, the late... George Cardinal. Fingers McGee. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> see what? It's the ultimate... Come on, guys. Read the fucking room. It's the ultimate defence, though. <laughs> Read the room. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're right. I can't tip against the Broncos here. It's going to be very quick on this because it's basically going to be like, well, fuck. Mm. Trial forms this. It means nothing. You know, yep. the Knights were expecting, you know, obviously they've, they've finally, they've, they've got Ponga in their side. Um, they've got Mitchell Pearce, Connor Watson. I mean, they're working, you know, off a 100% new uh, halves combination. Yep. Manly, very settled in terms of the the side that they would uh, trot out last year, right down to the fact of fucking Lewis Brown in the fourteen, which is, which is just delightful. Um, Lachlan Croker moves into the six, and I thought that that Cherry Evans would suffer mightily because Green. While he's not the most spectacular player in the world, fuck, he was solid, and he took a lot of pressure off Cherry Evans, and he got a lot of drop, you know, forced a lot of dropouts and shit like that. Just, just great, solid fucking play. But in the trials, in that trial against East, Cherry Evans looked fucking fantastic, and Croker looked good too. So, who knows what those two are going to be? I mean, the mm. side appears to be fitter and faster this year, which is great in terms of the way the game's going. Blah blah yep. blah. Um, uh, Joel Thompson is a is a uh, an excellent addition uh, that was you know certainly fills a need that the side had it certainly hasn't filled all the needs I mean you know when Lewis Brown can get a game you clearly <laughs> you clearly haven't filled every fucking gap and Sean Lane the uh, dumbest footballer of all time including to uh, according to a uh, Australian and Queensland <laughs> origin <laughs> halfback <laughs> former <laughs> yeah look, I, I think long term my, my concerns for Manly's season are around the fact that DC is an untested leader. You know, even in those manly sides he was winning premierships with, he was never the leader of those sides. He yeah, had, but he, he had did, Green yeah. there. He had, he had the he had the year before Green as well, though. He did, but he's had the yeah. Green took the pressure away from him. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know it. And last year was his best year in in ages. Exactly. So, with with Croker there, Croker's not going to be that calming, steady. Morgan to JT. Or you know? will he be, though? Because you just don't know about these players until they are. Well, yeah, no, he won't be. That's why I said he won't be. He won't be. Fuck, he might be the revelation um, season. Maybe I got it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly, coming from that, clearly coming from that 17. It again, ain't Lewis ju- Brown, just, that's 16. Just based on stability, um, 
Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm tipping Newcastle here. I'm tipping Look, Newcastle for the it's, upset. It's round one. Who knows what the fuck's going on? Newcastle, if nothing else, even in the bad times, were certainly a spirited and more capable side at home. After the game. Because they've got a fantastic fan yep, base. That's it. A long-suffering and, and fantastic fan base who, uh, who fucking turn up. So, look, you know... After the game... Hino's still getting games. How Pierce about that? And, um, Pierce and DCE can meet up for the first meeting of the, uh, the inaugurable... No, blokes that have been cucked by Cronk <laughs> Club. <laughs> the CBCC. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Cowboys... Take on the Sharks Friday night, the late game up at 1300 Teeth. Mm. And um, one thing that we didn't talk about was Dally M, who I think is going to be Jonathan Thurston. Injury free Thurston. Injury free Thurston, not playing Origin. Not playing Origin. I mean, I know it's, a, I know it's an easy conclusion to draw, but. It's not a dumb one. No. He's my early my early one. The only danger there is, of course, if uh, if guys like Tamalola and Morgan cannibalise points because in teams. You know, it didn't it didn't seem to work against Cam Smith last year though? And when Slade yeah, exactly. and Cronk, you know, playing exactly great. So, so. No, you're 100 percent right. So uh, for the game though, 1300 teeth is a tough ask for any side. Yeah. Start of the season. Exactly. New halves combination for uh, the old uh, Sharkies, and uh, not only that, when they had a rotation out of the halves, it wasn't like Manly's where they kept the good one. <laughs> 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 you know, again, the, I'm I am an unabashed Matt Moylan fan. Yeah, you know, I loved watching him play football for years, and I will continue to love watching him play football. I will especially love his defence <laughs> now that he's playing for Cronulla. <laughs> um, I encourage everyone to go to Shunter's Twitter <laughs> and fucking scroll back as fucking past the birth of his fucking child. Yeah. Who will fucking welcome later on? I was going to hear. We'll welcome you probably later. To the Matt Moylan tribute video we made when he signed with Cronulla, <laughs> which was just which was just missed tackles versus Cronulla. No, it was just it was nothing but people scoring tries on Moylan. <laughs> but um, no, look again, fantastic attacking player. The issue is, you look at Cronulla from when they won their premiership. Mm-hmm. The big loss was Ennis. Yes, they lost leadership. Yep. You know, you look at now Maloney. You know, Townsend they've was lost, never the. They've lost ten penalties a game. <laughs> they have. So, so they, um, you know, that, how many, how many goals is that worth? <laughs> and unfortunately, it, as yeah. much as much as this sounds like I'm trolling, yeah. Paul Gallon is not an on-field leader. No, you know. Well, he's a leader. He's not necessarily a good one, though. There's there's leadership types, and he's the type of the guy that's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to do it all myself." When he's not capable of it, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's, <clears throat> like, he's like, "Fuck you guys." I'll t- Rugby league better hope that Paul Gallon never fucks like you know in a million years time when humanity's fucking wiped out and aliens come down and they're picking through and they find DNA of shit. Suppose some fucked up chance the only DNA they get is a combination of Paul Gallon and Robbie Farah, and they reclone the human race from that DNA. (laughs) Fuck! What a stubborn pack of cunts. Oh God! Every, everyone would have every job. Yes, yes. What do you do? Everything. Um, yeah, I got a tip: North Queensland at home. And just just the halves, the halves combination, the new halves combination, of the Sharks so so uh, so solid that um, Trent Hodkinson in the twenty-one actually makes the Tuesday cut. Fuck! 
Jesus Christ. That's uh, fucking settled down. Um, the Tigers take on the Roosters at ANZ Saturday afternoon. Look, you've got to go to the Roosters. They didn't because even, they didn't even give the poor cunts hope. Well, this is the other thing with the Tigers. While I expect improvement from them this year, they've got an absolute prick of the first five rounds. Yeah. When they are playing team after... Well, yeah, basically the teams that we said were in the <laughs> up the top... They're pretty much playing all them. Well, I'm I'm looking back to round one last year. Yeah. So round one last year was the uh, Robbie Farah grudge match. Yes. Right? Yes. And they fucking pumped them. That was the one where Robbie Farah's brother fucked Greg Inglis's knee. Yeah. <laughs> and, this, yes. and it was, yep. you know. Um, they haven't even given him that this year. They've put him straight no. up against Tedesco straight away. Yeah. Um, yeah, ro- Roosters by how much? Well, and uh, yeah, no, no Noffa. So maybe it's a fucking extra time. The golden point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we're going to have to pass the ball to other parts of the field. You would favour the Roosters, though, and the Tigers did not look good in trial games. And I know that trial form doesn't mean shit and teams nah. can go undefeated in trials, blah, blah. Yeah. But there is something to be... You know, when teams get pumped in trials, though, and it's not a trial where they just trotted out the fucking kids for the whole yeah. game, or they put the stars on for, like, the first quarter or something, they had a drinks break and then put yeah. on kids. If it's not that, yeah. then it's, you know, it's not good. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't tell you anything about the final combinations, but it does sort of tell you about the general morale and how the side has been training in the preseason. Yep. And, um, and, and we've seen time and time again, mentality comes to the fore. Yep. Yeah, Melbourne could go and lose fucking trial matches yep. and that end of round one yep. like it didn't happen yep. people in that team aren't used to winning yeah so mm, roosters plenty okay Rabbitohs take on the Warriors 7pm on Saturday night I am going to tip the Warriors in this one Based on what, exactly? Based on the fact that I still don't see South Sydney starting round one in tremendous cardio form. Look, You look at the team they had last year, they they were still that big bopper style of, of game. Worked well against some teams. Um, and I think... That Perth is a place where the Rabbitohs... I, mean, they, I, feel, I feel like the Rabbitohs tend to go better in Perth. The Warriors... All my main memories of the Warriors in Perth are playing Manly where they've got to a good lead and they've been gunned down in the second half. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's a fucking long way to go. <laughs> it's a long way to go. You know, I I think if... Rabbitohs are good in a trial too. Who'd they, they fucking smash? The Tigers? They, they fucking... Okay, so you can't say the Tigers looked horrible and then yeah. use that to fucking justify well, yeah. the Rabbitohs. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, that doesn't count. Sorry, Rabbitohs. Um, I just think this early in the season, the... the if the the Sean Johnson miracle and the RTS speed and whatever is ever going to count for anything, it's going to be in a round one game against an unfit Souths. Yeah, true. True. Good to see Inglis back, though. Let's hope he can stay on the field yeah, all season. And fucking good on him for the way he dealt with mental illness. Yes. For coming out and saying that I've been suffering from depression and I'm getting help for it. And, and then he cracked on and just... Did it and got help and did yeah yeah move forward progress yeah, yeah. and I'm not saying that everyone that has mental illness should just get up and get on with life but he didn't no, but he didn't just get up and get on with life he, he didn't need to yeah. fucking Darius Boyd it yeah yeah so 
exactly. Um, <coughs> Dogs and Storm. Okay. Well, Storm. How yeah. fucking much? <laughs> oh, Storm, Jesus. Fuck. Okay. <coughs> Out there in the I, I'm re- second portion of the of, a, of the Perth double header. Would you like to reassess your estimate on how many weeks it is till we hear at least folks who didn't have to see this? Yeah, but I just look. I, I'm just. I'm trying to get into the psychology of a bulldog supporter, and it's this terrible, scary place, and I'm, I'm not comfortable being there. But I just think that perhaps they've been so conditioned to losing, especially to the Storm. You know, they had a grand final not that long ago. I I feel I feel like they're so conditioned to losing to the Storm that this is what they they go in expecting, half expecting to lose anyway. Yeah. Okay. So this is not one like where I don't know. Let's say. Tigers or Knights or something like that or you know Titans and they're like yeah we're going to pump these guys and then they get pumped mm. and then they're like oh my god you know folks he's rolling he's you know whatever okay the storm I think that any any uh, self-respecting Bulldogs fan yeah okay yeah. well not self-respecting but any Bulldogs fan with a with a, the, even the most tenuous of grips on reality would be expecting to get anal in this game yeah sure Panthers take on the Eels. This is a tough one to start the season with. It's at home, though. It is. Been brought to my attention that now that Moreland's gone, we can't call it Neverland Ranch anymore, which is it's fucking devastating. It, it is Penrith Stadium. <laughs> it's uh, it's been Neville there's been Neverland for a full twelve months. Yeah. And uh, Panther Stadium is not good enough. Doesn't have that ring. Oh, so, no. Uh, it's, it's because Penrith, as a club, mm. don't need to fucking strut along stretching their flaps at passing by cars to fucking gain sponsors to throw money at the fucking well, ill-gotten cunt hole that is their home ground like Lotto Land. <laughs> hey, look, you just get... Yeah. And can name it what we want to name it. Well, that's, you know, just the Western, the Western people of Western Sydney, they fucking love two things more than anything else. <laughs> they love fucking Queen of the Nile and they love a fucking affordable Chinese buffet. <laughs> <laughs> and so... <laughs> Well, so, so Con- it truly is a stadium owned by Penrith. If Conan was asked that question today, <laughs> uh, the feature on Queen of the Nile and the lamentation of the spring roll and fucking world of entertainment and the deep fried chicken that is both sweet and sour. <laughs> <sighs> Um, <laughs> Tremendous. Um, <laughs> fuck. I have to say, I didn't see any of the trial games for the Eels. Um, didn't play them, wasn't oh, it? You know, the the Eels, I, I think, were underrated last year. You know, they, they had a couple of guys... Well, that, you know, kind of narrative-ish. That, uh, yeah, it stopped. But, yeah. but I, I think... But they had some crippling fucking injuries. Yeah, they, they did, you know? exactly. So... Um, for both teams, I think this would be a really important game for them to get in and stamp a, a pattern on this season. You know, mm-hmm. um, Penrith ended last year as competition favourites for some fucking reason. And went out there and got absolutely dusted by by the Dragons. Yep. You know, so... so it weren't I, even finals quality. I really fucking hope let's not forget, that that's fresh in the let's brain. Let's not forget the way the Dragons ended the season, okay? Never forget that. Yeah, no, they didn't make the eight. No, they didn't. Penrith but, did but, make the eight. But the way in which they didn't make the eight. Yeah, no... <laughs> That was fucking horrid. 
It was one of the all-time great. Yeah. It wasn't like it was like the it wasn't the reverse Bradbury. It was the it was like Apollo Ono, wherever the fucking guy was, the first guy, the the first one to fall. It was that guy, <laughs> which allowed the Bradbury Cowboys through. Um, both teams would be going out and looking to make a point. Uh, I I just really hope that all these fucking rumours I've heard about Gus being more hands-on at training and actually showing yeah. showing Hook that. You know, so okay. In 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 light of that, that's another prediction to make for the season. Is any coach getting fired? If so, who's first? I mean, we had a little bit of uh, uh, coach movement through the off season. I mean, so you look at it through yeah. through the round of action. Like, I guess McGregor, you know, he could be on the block given you know bad enough results. Uh, I think Nathan Brown. I think he's probably. He's I safe. think I think they like what he's doing. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Cowboys and Sharks forget about it. Um, Tigers and Roosters forget about it at this stage. Uh, Rabbits forget about it. Warriors. They're, okay, there's another one potential. No. Doggies are safe for a while. Yep. Um, Storm never changing their coach. Uh, then it leaves the hook. Hook is the one in in most danger, and the rationale I put behind that is there was Sticky as well. Like uh, he could, you know, uh, there was no way Gus could have punted Hook because yep. he. Got rid of Ivan yeah. and bought Hook in. And Hook was the guy that, yeah. This manoeuvre by Gus to be visibly involved at training. Yeah. This is his, well, I gave him the way to do it and he didn't do it properly, so. He needs a rest, he's, he's looking out. tired. Yeah. He's looking as tired um, as Ivan was. So, look, this game, yeah, fucking triple mortgage your house and put it all on Penrith. That why? Class. Because they have future immortal or future Hall of Famer Nathan Cleary. They have Australian representative James Maloney. They don't have the fucking defensive hope solo that was Matt Moylan. Yeah, but James Maloney's <laughs> not a fucking Trevor Gilmore S track tackling machine, is it? Is he? Well, you know what? At least when he gives away a penalty, we get a rest too. Yeah. yeah, the problem is when he gives away the penalties, clearly doesn't get the pot of gold now. <laughs> um, again, coming off the World Cup, a couple of our young guys had some, some outstanding campaigns, yep. um, which, which I think will bring them through. And and then you've got the Jared Hayne conundrum. Yeah, I just... How long do you think that Jared Hayne gets game time? I mean, the centres is a position where he can kind of disappear a bit, and as long as he makes his tackles and stuff, yeah, he can't do catastrophically shit stuff. But yes, I mean, he can. But what, he, he can. He can, but it's less likely to be this massively impactful. So unless he decides to, you know, play make from you know, from the centre position. So just of. okay. Remember what he does in State of Origin. Yeah, he doesn't fucking did. look where he's passing did. the ball. Yeah, it did. Sorry. Yeah, you know, it's that sort of bullshit that. That I'm praying. The thing is, like, I, 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 how's he not going to? I mean, did, unless they had him wearing fucking weight vests in training, okay. and to, to, to for some reason to you know have some lols and fox the fucking world the, when he's getting beaten by when he's getting beaten by the ball boy yeah. in the fucking in the running drills and not like, even the fuck, like yeah, the Brad Arthur's eight year old fucking kid. Across like you know how like two Ks or you know whatever no, it was, it was a beep test, wasn't it? No, I thought it was, I thought they were laps. Ah, okay. I don't think it was a beep test. It was but, Brad Arthur that beat him in a beep test. Oh, someone fucking beat him in a beep yeah. test. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fucking Tim Matter probably would have beat him in a fucking beep test. 
Tim, well, Tim Manor. Yeah. <laughs> and like I was saying, oh, he's a guy who's not known for his fucking, he just fucking <laughs> turn of speed. Dude turns his head, fucking eyebrows over the line. Is Gutho still on crutches? <laughs> he probably beat him in fucking big test. <laughs> oh, fuck. But um, I just, yeah, obviously he's a he's like a a beloved son returned home to the, you know, returned to the fold, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I think for a Parramatta, like a, I guess not all Parramatta fans. I mean, a lot, you know, a lot did turn on him because he deserved it. But now he's come back, and that's something that's you know much like Benji to the Tigers. They love that. They celebrate that shit. Yep. But how long? If he pl- if he puts his performances for the Titans in the center position, yeah, on here, so it's going to cost them games. The, the he's going to get burned. Is. He's going to fucking lose possession in good field position. Yeah. The, the thing is, Benji Marshall gave the West Tigers the one happy memory of their entire yeah, fucking club's too. history. Yeah, but then again, it's been a long time between drinks and so the happiest memory of, the, of Parramatta's history would be that fucking run in 2009 which was given to them. But that's what I'm saying. Jared Haynes never actually done anything for Parramatta. He's been there and he's been good. But that's the happiest memory for a generation. Maybe two. <laughs> of Parramatta fans. you got to remember they haven't done anything yeah, since. Yeah, fuck, okay. You're right. They haven't fucking done anything since Colour TV. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's starting to get that way for a lot of clubs. Like, you know, yeah. Brisbane haven't won a premiership in over a decade. Yeah, there's no fucking, no such thing as, uh, as Uber Eats. It's last time. There's a whole generation of <laughs> Brisbane fans. We get Uber Eats and deliver some popcorn. Um, you know, there's, there's a range of clubs now. Yeah. Dogs are starting a fucking long time between drinks. problem with the dogs is as well is that they've been that fucking close so many times. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like uh, that's that makes it even tougher pill to swallow because they've got to the main game yeah. and they've been, they've been brutalised and you know been you know when you go to get to the grand final you never they're never in it not for a second mm. that's that's almost worse than not making it right yeah exactly exactly so um, um, fuck. yeah so, so we got a long way to, I've gone a long way around there to say Penrith yeah look I'm I'll, I'll, I'll go with you game one of the season I'll go with you uh Titans take on the Raiders down at Hope Solo Coliseum Sunday evening and uh, look this is like the the the, the disappointing 2017 side with a side that was more disappointing but more you know with more reason or whatever or you know yeah I like Charlie Gubb and the Raiders hopefully their social media is on top of this <laughs> I mean Blake Austin has has uh, lost his spot. The halves, Caesar and Williams, and uh, Havili has won the uh, the hooking position. I would suggest the Austin things more a, a fitness concern or or maybe Possibly, a bit yeah. of a niggle from preseason. Hasn't he fucking dropped though? Um, I've still got hope. I've still got fucking hope. Yeah. Like he. Just the, the style of player he was. He, he's like a bigger, less cuntish Josh Reynolds. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, just that... Anyway. Um, you know, the, the, the Titans, again, have, have done some good acquisition. I think Latu's great for them if he can stay fit mm-hmm. and if he can stay focused. And, and Brennan seems the sort of guy that will keep him that way. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a tremendous player. Again, loved him when he was at the Panthers. Uh, Cartwright's back in his preferred 13. Um, 
no sign of playing him in the halves this year. LG's, you know, a lot of time removed from, mm. uh, you know, from injury concerns. Yep. So hopefully that gets him, uh, you know, back to, you know, what he was in, what year is it this year? So what, 2016? Mm. When he was, uh, you know, it's a pretty hot commodity. Yeah, again, I, I guess almost like I was saying with the Warriors, you know, at, at this stage of the year, how do you manage Paulo, Papali, Whitehead, you know, having those guys? Yeah. It's it's strange, yeah. Like I, I kind of I kind of like the Titans. Yeah, I'm tipping the this. Titans at home. But I just yeah, it just doesn't feel good to do that. <laughs> usually yeah, that's a pre- usually that feeling is a precursor to losing money. <laughs> <laughs> but look, round one, fuck it. Who knows? Let the chips yeah. fall where they may. Gold Coast Titans, you're going to be one and zero at the end of the week. That's it. Mailbag now. Uh, first thing here, this is one that's just going to go straight over your head. It comes from Chapo. He said, "A question that's been troubling me all summer, fellas. Which one of you two is the Marty Janetti of the duo?" Yeah, I need to take a, take you back and let you know. Marty Janetti, the wrestler, is still a, probably a wrestler on the indie scene, probably, and he was a tag team partner with uh, Shawn Michaels who is you know then who and you know the, the story of tag teams is always like there's usually one guy that's more talented or charismatic than the other one and they do the tag team thing and one guy becomes a star and the other guy you know fades away into fucking whatever Marty Jannetty is a particularly <laughs> egregious case of fading away as a he's, he's a degenerate alcoholic I'll tell you a Marty Jannetty story fucking <laughs> He can, was I, like, can I just stop you right there? I gotta tell you a story because just for its for its just sheer fucking lasciviousness. Because <laughs> as, as soon as you say wrestling, yeah, all all I'm hearing from here on in, yeah, is the Snoopy voice. <laughs> it's just wah wah, but this wah wah wah. wah. This story, like, get a this, get a catch a load of this fella. Chapo wants to paint someone as this guy. Yeah, this Marginetti, like, he's a, a, a fucking degenerate. Yeah, substance issues the rest of it um he came across a girl who claimed she was his daughter yeah and you know being a wrestler who was at the top at you know one stage he's probably done a lot of fucking going from town to town and yeah you know it's a possibility right so he treats her like his daughter for a period of time then he gets t- the tests done she's not his daughter they fall in love and get married. No, so he goes to Facebook. He's fan for He's like, okay. so it turns out she's not my daughter, but she's fucking hot. You think I should fuck her? <laughs> <sighs> so I say, Glenn. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, HBK is still in the game. I yeah. say, fucking Chapo. Watch real sport, you fucking idiot. I know the dogs are going Whoa. bad. You know but- what? You're fucking trying to bag somebody out. By comparing them to somebody who potentially could have had a daughter because that had sex. Yeah. Which are already fucking five pegs above you on the social ladder. That's 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 like, like five generations of foreign concepts away from <laughs> You know. <laughs> so I don't know what's worse. Are you calling yeah. me a wrestler or are you calling me somebody who could potentially have a child via having intercourse? Yeah. You know? 
how terrible you are. It's, it's gone straight <laughs> over my fucking head. You're 100% right. But that that is the fucking tweet representation of the Bulldog season. Yeah. Fuck off. And there's going to be plenty more of that. And so this year, we're going to kick off, uh, you know, like a question of the week sort of thing for everyone to go hard at. Mm. And um, the first that we asked, uh, not for your predictions for the season, because, fuck, it's, it's just so fatiguing to see the fucking 1-16 to 16 and blah, blah for mm. the last three months. Um, so instead, what we asked for was your dream scenario. So, like, the one thing you'd like to see, the one thing you'd like to see happen, and I stress the one thing, and I've got to say... I'm impressed there was only one fuckwit that came back. There was back only one or two. There, was, there ended up being two fuckwits. Oh, really? Unfortunately, both two that we're fucking very good friends with, unfortunately. But um, not the friendship thing, the fact that they're fuckwits. Um, Learn to count, you fucking degenerates. Uh, yeah. So, uh, all right. I'm very happy to report that it wasn't also like this majority of my team to win the comp. Degenerate shit like that, so it was fantastic. Uh, Bethany underscore B97. Number one, Brody Croft getting a Dally M. That is certainly a dream. Mr. Hectic, pineapples raining down on Matt Lodge. Make it happen. Home game. <laughs> Beer Boy 182. Same as every season. Saguna telling his cookhold story. And he's got his written, sorry, his cockhold cock, cock story. And uh, it's not quite that good. <laughs> Fucking Saguna was around in the off season. Uh, yeah, so anyway, this is your notice, Saguna, next week. You made some fucking promises. Next week, Saguna, you're up. Uh, Fonz underscore Curly said, uh, a team wins the comp playing attacking football football, and without a wrestling coach. These are certainly dreams. Ben Dunn, 43. Matt Lodge getting a career-ending injury from his first hit up. Ian underscore Johnson, 68. Hashtag Rise of the Tiger. Okay. Were any of these people new? Where have we heard from them all? A couple of them, you, we've heard from most of them, though, so okay. far. So far. Uh, Life of Ty. Greenberg clearing Manly of any wrongdoing during his resignation media presser while Green stamping Carney signing a one-year deal for Manly to play six. He started off so well. And that salary cap thing, that has gone very fucking quiet. That was like, they've had the final response for a month and a half. Yeah. That's gone. It's disappeared. Oh, well, you didn't get pissed. Move on. Lynn Shields. Silver Lonics. Lynn Shields says, uh, me to go back-to-back with footy tipping. That is a dream. Mm. Twilltown said, uh, America to embrace the NRL. Well, they're having that test match over there with uh, the Kiwis and the Poms. Mm. And uh, that's fantastic, a fantastic step. I mean, you know, there's a talk of, like, you know, New York want to have a, you know, throw a franchise in so they can uh, do the same thing as Wolfpack over there in England. And Yeah. Good signs. I heard somebody else talking about it, that, that all it will take... Yeah is, you know, somebody of Russell Crowe standing to convince somebody of stupid America-level Like the rock or, you know... No, no, no. Oh, yeah, like a... Well, okay, yeah. You know, to start a retirement league. Yeah. And and that's where you pay... You know, we talked about... Yeah, like Cam Smith a million dollars a year to go and play in New York. one or two million dollars a year to to head up this team, like Beckham did with soccer. Yeah. You know? Um... And the thing is, it, it's that kind of money is a drop in the ocean for people who own, for example, who own like NFL franchises and stuff. Yeah. Like Arthur Blank, who owns the Atlanta Falcons, he also owns the um, Atlanta United Major League Soccer Club over there as well. Yeah. Motherfucker owns Home Depot, and yeah. like to pay a roster twenty million dollars a year, and plus some you know administrative and blah blah, mm. you know, let's say twenty five million dollars a year. 
He does, yeah, that's his cost, the franchise. But Funnily enough, the uh, NFL is one of the only working models of a Marxist um, society, if you call it that. In what way? With even distribution of wealth and yeah, things like that. So, you know, I'm not saying that fucking global warming is real. <laughs> and I'm not saying they could ever work in an actual fucking society with normal people. <laughs> So there's your fucking useless fact. Fat Harry Lazy said, uh, "RCG scoring the match winner in the grand final oh. off a Jimmy Maloney short ball. Oh. More Fuck likely, it. some other cunt potting over a penalty goal to beat the Panthers. Thanks to a Jimmy Maloney penalty, or someone going through a Jimmy Maloney attempted nah. in quote tackle. Nah. <laughs> Snappy Sazi, Matt Lodge being deregistered or alternatively hanged, drawn, and quartered. Ooh, few. There's not as much of that as I thought." But there is, there is a couple. I think said, like, I'm just picturing the Braveheart thing. He just, like, screams out, you know, Break and enter! <laughs> the night is a night I die! <laughs> Voodoo Rock. Jay keeping his mic volume up all season. Oh, hardy fucking hard, dickhead. <laughs> oh, you've, you've become Glenn. <laughs> uh, hammers. Remember the one thing. Kane held you to make a one-on-one tackle. Bryce Cartwright to go full term with the baby Titans. Anthony Don to fulfil his prophecy and turn water into full seats. <laughs> three months without a new DV case. Three days without a redemption story. Pick one. Leroy Brown, 1978. Melbourne Storm to go back-to-back. That's, Ooh, a, shit, that's a shit dream. Uh, Devon Head. Stepdad to go a whole season without touching the mute button. That's it. That's just the two of them. Fuck it. I'm taking shit now from Kansu's fucking boys weekend include taking their wives yeah. fuck so there's nothing like nothing like when, been, when you've been spoken down to by carks <laughs> fuck uh, Bronx Nickel a cameo from real dad look I'll try we'll see what we can do yeah I'm I'm gonna have to be out in the tea bar a couple of times this year yeah I'm gonna just get a get a get a uh, Get a quote. I'll do some current affairs style fucking. What's, what's your opinion on the West Tigers going to last? He's trying to get to his car. Hmm. Do you think any of your spare, your, the spare parts provided by your company could fix that fucking bus <laughs> and get it moving up in up direction? direction. Curse Chapo. I want to see Cleary abandon his bus. Look, that would be funny, but like, yeah, come on, man. Give him a break. Like, there's some fucking, like, some serious own backyard work that needs to be done first. Yeah. Mr. Wars, Lodge playing Origin and everyone losing their fucking minds while I slowly stroke one out to my Twitter timeline. You would do that too? Yeah, slowly. <laughs> is it like one, is, 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 it, is it like one time 30 minutes or is it like 30 times one minute? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Mac underscore 78 for Matt Lodge to go down with an ACL in round one brutal sir and may I say as we're recording the show uh, on Tuesday night happy birthday happy 40th birthday sir mm. <clears throat> Mendoza one underscore Rod or as I like to know him is Mendoza can't wait lads a six man interchange wouldn't also mind seeing Cameron Smith penalised just once yeah, fair enough Mark Tramby easy Todd Green slime to be blown up with an IED on his way into a Bulldogs game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my boy Darkness, uh, ex Shane Goodwin, ex Matt Moylan to do an ACL. 
You motherfuckers are keen on the ACLs are going, aren't you? Fucking That's hell. a terrible fucking evil to, to wish on a player. Yeah. The biggest tiger. The West Tigers win the grand final, commemorating Manly's 40-0 pumping of Melbourne by beating Manly 40-0. They beat the Cows 20-5 and the Roosters 20-10 on the way. It's a very, very specific and detailed dream. Biggest? Yes. King Levius. Or as he has on his Twitter thing now, Notorious LEV. <laughs> Bryce Cartwright to go the season without earning another teardrop tattoo. <laughs> Hashtag 187. <laughs> On a blood buzz. Tommy Turbo, 100% healthy all year. Fucking, that's very that sensible. That is a fucking dream. That, that is, is very a sensible. fucking dream. Uh, Frogmore. Tigers and dogs to be equal spoon winners. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's acceptable. LV05. Uh, why is this twin not coming out properly? I know it was Broncos to win the spoon. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Broncos, Broncos, and then a spoon emoji. Fair enough. Fair, look, acceptable, acceptable. Shanta 86, Nathan Cleary signs a team-friendly five-year 900k <laughs> deal that he sees out and doesn't take up and fantastic opportunity, in quotes, at another club early. <laughs> uh, and now's the time to say congratulations, Shanta. Shanta, becoming a father. Congratulations to you and your lovely wife on the new, uh, on the new youngster and... Uh, I'm Future fucking Penrith Immortal. And it's just fucking heartwarming to see a, a child carried a full term out in, out in Penrith. You know what I'm saying? Who knows who its dad is? Who knows who its dad is? Exactly. You know? There weren't any fucking this de- kid is deeds born. of agreement in the delivery room. <laughs> <laughs> this, this child has been born, has been, has, has won the fucking, has won the Western Sydney fucking jackpot. Some may say the prophecy was told. Oof. And, where, and where's that prophecy lead? Obviously the Premiership yeah. glory and whatnot with the Panthers. Carolina Panthers because he's decided <laughs> NFL's a better fucking sport. That's it, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, congratulations. And fucking in true Shunter style yep. has just tackled fatherhood with you know, gusto and good humour and ne- yes. never a fucking grumble. So Exactly. You're a beacon among men, sir. RCB Sharks. Same as always, Sharks to win the comp. Also, Saguna Cuck story. That's two people have asked for it, so at least two people need it. Mario Siegs, underscore. Roosters to finish 17th. Well, that one was odd. There's a lot of fucking bitterness out there. He has a lot of... He, but, but, but Mario, he has a lot to crusade against. <coughs> I thought if anyone was going to be a Matt Lodge ACL or Matt Lodge fucking something... But I guess the good thing is, if that's Mario's dream for the season, it must <laughs> mean that social justice has been achieved everywhere else in the world <laughs> that's good I didn't hear about that but it makes me happy the old uh, the old egg council creeper whose name <laughs> I refuse to say still uh, Paul Gallon to retire after round one no I understand the spirit of your dream but I'm going to it's a shit dream and I'm going to tell you why because if Paul Gallon continues playing before too long he's going to get the record for the most losses yes and why would you want to deprive the fucking world of that that is a legitimate chance this year I expect the tweet retracting that dream uh, Josh Hill, 2002, the success of the seventh year of Gus Gould's five-year plan. Just an East fan. Which, I don't know, does that mean that you, you, he wants Panthers to win the comp over his own side? I don't know. It, it's a very fucking confusing tweet concerning... Look, we, most- well, we know what it is. It's a, it's, a backhand, it's a backhander against the five-year plan, but it's kind of like yeah. smiting yourself. Well, you know, at the end of the day, we are the most valuable... Maybe he's like the Brody Sporting thing. Franchise you know, like a, in the Southern Hemisphere. Or maybe he's like a it's like a Brody thing. And he's like more rats. He's just like you know with the chocolate covered pretzels. He's like well, it's, you know, it's a small no, small price to pay for like, the smiting ones. Anyway. We're fucking Yoda, right? 
Has fucking Yoda actually ever gone out and done some shit himself? No. What he does is he goes, oh, fucking I'll be right here and and send other cunts out to do great things. Oh, he's bouncing around like a motherfucker taking on Count Dooku and shit, saving them other two useless cunts. I didn't say that one. <laughs> but we basically fucking, you know, I've said it before. If if you have more two or more Penrith players in your team and you don't win a comp, you should fucking fold your club because you're a failure. <laughs> like, if you cannot do it then, you'll never do it. Hey, Sam Warden, Broncos to miss the eight. Roosters win minor premiership, get bundled out of the finals in straight sets, and Cam Smith gets caught up in some sort of career-defining scandal, Russian collusion or something. Oh, and a Tigers premiership. Pick one. Show me on the doll where Harvey touched you, Sam. <clears throat> We've got a... Mal on, uh, Mal on Big Mal 79 bring back Biff hmm. I used to feel that way yeah about bring, bringing back the Biff yeah but I understand now the fatherhood and everything there's you know there, there are there's certain lines. things that you don't want to see you know children doing or you know that prevent you know the growth of the game from a junior standpoint, you know, uh, Biff being one of. Let me throw something out here for you. All the people that want the Biff brung back. Yep. I would prefer to see completely rubbed out of the game acts of country like when an opposition player makes a mistake, you know, the opposing team rubbing him on the head and patting him on the back and that sort of shit. Because they know. Like that to me is such fucking weak country. Oh, I know such, that they can't swing. It is such country. Exactly. But I can't, I'm kind of I'm kind of there for that. I would put in a rule. <laughs> the, the one condition. Yeah. Like you almost make it like ice hockey. There's conditions where you can have your but fucking. This is fights. the thing. Like I, I very you know tangentially follow the fortunes of my team in ice hockey, but I don't follow ice hockey as in religiously like rugby league, where I'm across you know everything that's going on. And try and stay across as much as I can, you know. I just I, I care about how my team's going, hmm. and you know, and I'll catch games when I have the time. But at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck about like the you know. You could ask me at any given time who's the leader of you know which division. I'd have no idea. Yeah. I wonder at a every level of the game. I mean, I've never heard any this thing because I don't I don't know, but I, I don't imagine that ice hockey is really suffering as a sport at a junior level anywhere in, you know, in Canada or the United States. No. And I just wonder, I mean, because their, their fights are like, okay, we had the one where Ian Roberts fucking smashed Gary Jack. That was, yeah. that was a fucking car crash. That was horrific. Yeah. And there's been some other incidents of like, but, but, but there the was worst, Steve Price getting, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, <laughs> but that was origin. And like, it happened to Queensland and like, yeah, you know, I, 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 like I, frankly, I found it delightful, <laughs> but, but the worst stuff we've seen have been like things like Hopper on fucking Keefe and yeah. like 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 head high like you know brutal fucking head high tackles knocking cunts out for hmm. you know for long periods of time yeah. you know, and and like you know knocking him out for you know and like repeated like you know fucking lifelong headache you know like terrible shit like that like Dallas Johnson's origin career but when you think of, when you think about um ice hockey like fights with rugby league fights and stuff oh, yeah. we haven't seen too many like. You know, it's like swing, swing, the end. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of, then it's melee, 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 yeah. you know, push, shove, grab, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, ice hockey, those motherfuckers, they'll go at it for like two minutes. Yeah. 
there's an etiquette to it. They, you know, one hand grabs the non-dominant hand grabs yep. the job, uh, other jersey, and then they just start fucking swinging. But and, this is my thing. I wonder how that affects, like, you know, what that perception yeah. is. It's so ingrained. It's a part of. I mean, it's clearly it's part of the sport. It is part of the sport. It's ingrained, and and it's like you know, there are guys who are on teams just because they're enforcers, and yet whether it's to you know knock the momentum out of a team or you know all that sort of thing. Yeah, the the Adrian Morley factor, but yeah. Anyway. I'm I'm not against Biff as such, but I I would much prefer to see that fucking low lo- like it's really easy to be a fucking smart ass. Yeah. When you know they can't punch you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see that rubbed out of the game. The thing that yeah, like, like you just you just can't you can't have the Biff in the game. You just can't. No. But it's it sure is nice to fucking watch when they trot out the highlights of, you know, mm. the Mark Guy, you know, running a muck and fucking, you know, elbowing Peter Jackson in the head and yeah. elbowing Paul off in the head and, you know, pushing, yeah. you know, Wally Wanker around. Of course it was a fucking, like, you know, legitimate tackle attempt, forearm to the face. <laughs> he's fucking, fucking swinging elbows like he's... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. But yeah, it's great to look back at, and you can, and when you look back at it on the on the highlights and the promos and stuff, it's clearly of a time and place. Yes, and I don't think it. It breaks my heart to fucking say it. I can't believe, you know, the words are coming out of my mouth. Mm. But you know, it is what it is. That's it. Jim uh, Cat two. Todd Greenberg stops Lodge from running on the field at Cogra. Look, he's a Lodge. He's got a, he's got a uh, you know an interview. Or what, a, what is it tomorrow night? No. Uh, I think I think Von I think Vonnie's going to square up to him, and what they try and, what they're going to try and do. Obviously, the Broncos have been protecting him and insulating him from publicity, so this is going to air him out, and then it's going to give the public. I would hope he's got a good coach uh, in terms of like PR and you know yep. media training, because I feel that this is going to die down very to a much lesser level if he displays you know if he can remorse, approximate yeah. an adequate level of remorse or contrition. And have that come across in the in the interview, uh, and not punch her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She asks him a tough question, and he's like, "Ronnie, oh, tonight is the night you die." And, and then you see, cut to the fucking off to the side, off camera, Wayne Bennett, like Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, I, knew I shouldn't have let my kid be his PR coach. <laughs> Fucking Soze. Soze 04. A one-week guest appearance from Real Dad. There was more than one. Uh, Mr. Barge asks, Matt Lodge to just be terrible and not up to the hype. So bad he gets dropped back to Redcliffe, has to get a real job to pay his debt, and their fans wish they kept that knob Blair. That's my favourite. That's the most sensible of all, yep. Maximal Firth. Kieran Foran to actually play well for the Dogs, then walk away mid-season as they slide towards a wooden spoon. Oof. Hashtag not bitter at all. I fear we have a Kiwi listener in the <laughs> maximal. Neil Maddo 10. Fafita to get knocked out and as a Queensland supporter to be picked in origin. Fuck, I tell you, I don't get that. So, Fafita needs to get knocked out, portion one. And two, he needs to be picked in origin because from a Queenslander perspective, he's a desirable opponent. Because they forgot game one and only remember the other one. Or two. Okay. Yeah, no, look, run with it. You do you, man. He was shit in game three, but he was fucking yeah, great in yeah, game one. Yeah. And thankfully, game one was one that we were physically present at. That was great. Because yeah. it was enjoyable as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paraman Mark II. 
fucking OG Kyle. Uh, he's he's done two as well. So my mistake. The three people that didn't read the brief. Uh, number one, Para wins the comp by a record margin in a wonderfully crafted undefeated asterisk season. Number two, Matt Lodge loses his job, gets sent to American Supermax, and gets ass raped for his crimes. Look, I'm not going to wish ass rape on anybody. But ACLs are okay. Yeah, I'm not even down with the. I, I'm not even down yeah, with the no. wishing. Okay. I really love that one where the guy's like, I just hope he's shit. Just yeah. mediocre and okay. gets dumped to Reggie. Honestly, I, I know Lodge is a bit older than your usual debutante. Yeah. But how many forwards have come onto the scene and fucking dominated? Like, first year in, second year in. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a statesman's position. Yeah. So. Well, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll see what yeah. happens when, you know, you guys, like, you know, we don't know what, you know, Matt Scott, you know, thinks of the whole situation he's a private man doesn't really get in the media or yeah, you know true. that often so maybe he uh, takes greater front yeah. to Matt Lodge's existence in the NRL and the Cowboys play maybe there might be a bit of a one can only hope yep yeah, a bit of old fashioned tune up Yanis mm. uh, underscore Mateus welcome back sir the impossible dream Lafayette to realise just because he can offload doesn't mean he has to offload over a try line <laughs> more realistic to erase the memory of Josh McCrone ever wearing the red V hmm <sighs> I saw Giannis uh, saying that, that, you know, trying to, to, you know, pump up Gareth Widdop and saying that, you know, he almost won the Dally M with McCrone as his partner. <laughs> that that makes Widdop amazing. Well, no, that means there were less people to cannibalise yeah. Dally M points off Widdop. Exactly. Uh, you know, you need to think of it, you know, all the way. Uh, Twill Tourist, Mr. War is always representing, and this happened over the off-season, so it's quite, happened quite a while ago, but he uh, sent us a photograph of a Twill Nation sticker stuck on a random junction box in uh, Sweden. Fuck yeah. He's, well a, he's our number one vandal. Uh, Swiss underscore cowboy underscore 78 got close over the break. Uh, got down to Bali. He said, I nearly forgot uh, this week in league. I was uh, I was on Bali. Hashtag tool tourist. And he's got his uh, suitcase there with a cowboy sticker and a uh, tool nation sticker. Uh, we've got uh, K underscore rod 91 looking um, model-esque in a Hakuba in Japan skiing in his hoodie. And uh, it's his first day it's been cold enough to wear since I got it uh, in the fucking snow. I, you know, I would I'll tell you what, the fucking hang on, what is he? Irish Tiger. Fucking better hope this cunt doesn't turn up to the meetup or we'll be tuning no bar mates. Uh, yeah, that's right. The, 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 the panties will just fucking yeah, evaporate. That's fucking butter in the undies right there. Fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, I, think, I think stepdad's falling in love. <laughs> Flash 1480, Ashley, a long-term member. He sent us a couple. He sent us the uh, the Twill Nation, the Restfault Scarf uh, for Australia versus Japan at the Nagoya Dome. Oh, fantastic. And um, uh, baseball there. And he's uh, he sent us a picture. Attention, please watch out for balls. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, good advice of any time of your life, really. Uh, and he sent us another one. He hit the slopes at uh, Takasu in Japan for his first ski and uh, spent most of the day on his ass, and that is uh, ref's fault. That's fantastic. And so he's there in the hoodie and the scarf. And uh, finally, uh, general stuff, the memberships. I reckon we'll have them up in about two weeks. We'll get them done early. Can reveal that we... Uh, we by popular demand, we're going to do a hat again. I've uh, been asked uh, on the timeline and privately messages. People want a hat, especially like a new logo one, done. That's going to be one of the components. We'll finalize the rest of them, and uh, yeah, we'll get them up probably in a fortnight, I reckon. Yeah, because um, it's come to light that the entirety of the fucking listener base are 16-year-old boys who wear hats. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the only reason you would still want a hat. 
Yeah, pretty much. There's no fucking grown ass man. Pretty much. You know? Pretty much. It's, anyway. I was going to say, I've definitely like, because those first hats, we would have done them probably like 2011, maybe, maybe, you know, 10, 11. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, personally, like, you know, we're out. <laughs> Lost the urge a lot. But hey, you know what? We are, if nothing else, we are, we crowd please and we will uh, we'll give the people what they want. It's full time for episode 277. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, on Twitter at TWI League, Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Get around us. Um, iTunes, as always, smash that subscribe button on iTunes. Um, if you haven't done a, a, a rating, it's the easiest way. I mean, it's got five stars. Just click the fucking five stars. Uh, if you have the time, please, uh, it'd be great if you gave us a review as well. Uh, help us out. We had a couple reviews over the off season too. And um, we had first one uh, from Too Much Soup. And uh, personally, I would say that one tablespoon of soup is too much soup, <laughs> frankly. Uh, is, uh, by far the best league podcast, five stars. Good work, lads. That was just before Christmas. And uh, this one in February from uh, Mitch the Geo. Good oh. mate. I, hope, I want to see him get down to grand final, though. He's only coming down from Newcastle. Yeah. Get down, son. If only we knew someone that lived in Newcastle. Who could um, drive him down and go back and yeah. drive his missus around a fucking <laughs> union or weekend or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Get in my ears, five stars. New season of Twill. Looking forward to an awesome year of all things rugby league. Get a dog up ya. Fuck yeah. And um, I, I like that how he's given us a review, which is really just the comment, like a tweet essentially saying, <laughs> I can't wait for the show to come back. <laughs> Tipping. Ken Lin, our winner from last year, can she back up for another title? No, she fucking can't. I don't want to put like everything on the line and say like I'm going to fucking you know stir fry my penis with fucking <laughs> snake beans and hoisin sauce, you know, if she wins again. But I'm fairly confident. I'm just saying there's a probability to <laughs> say that no, she's not. <laughs> Nothing against Lin. I'm fairly confident that not only she won't she won't win, but she'll finish outside the top ten, and uh, that's the official mark. Yeah. So you um, need to defeat that as well as history. Yes. Last man standing. Last man standing. On your suggestion. Last man standing competition. Yep. Break it down for um, me. Very simply, I've, I've put it out there on Twitter, so a bunch of the Twitterverse have got in already. If you're listening to the show and you're not on social media, send an email to lastmanstanding at thisweekinleague.com. Correct. Send an email and you'll get instructions on how to join. Rules are very simple. It's a $5 buy-in. Mm-hmm. It's one game per week. You tip a winner. Your lock. That's it. Your guaranteed winner. That's it. If the team you pick wins, you go through to the next week. If they lose, you're gone. Mm-hmm. No second chances, no outs. A couple of disclaimers. Don't fucking go entering a hundred times on the one person thinking that you're going to fucking be clever and hedge because only one person can fucking win. Yeah. So you're getting your own money. You'll back. lose your other seven. <laughs> Two. At any stage, we reserve the right to restrict the number of games that can be picked. So, for example, if all of you cunts just pick Melbourne every week for the first five <laughs> rounds, 
we reserve the right to fucking change rules and go, you can only pick from these games. <laughs> cull your numbers. <sighs> um, object being at the end, there should be one person standing and they get a lovely cash prize. That And if it turns out that, you know, that let's say we blast, there's ups, upsets galore and we've blasted through the field in 10 rounds... We'll start another one. We'll start another one. Yeah, as simple as that. So it's send beautiful. an email to lastmanstanding at thisweekinleague.com and we'll get you the entry details. Starting uh, in week two, I might yeah, add. Start, so, okay, so I won't be starting for this week's games. The next the round two will be the first game and that'll give everyone a chance to um, you know get their entry fee in and get all the details and blah, blah, blah. That's it. Yeah, we'll go from there. Cool. Uh, Supercoach, we're not doing a million years this year. It's just fucking... It's just too much hassle to set up and administer like 20 leagues as we've done however I did set up the group so check the show notes on thisweekinleague.com for this episode that you're listening to now uh, and the link will be in there it's just easier than, than saying it you know because it's got all that ref shit you know you know, ref number for the comp and so that group comp that's the one that we followed each week anyway and that's the one where we had to you know have our winner at the end so jump in on that one and uh, yeah I'm sure you guys will find uh, have found already some other super coach leagues and uh, yeah get your teams entered in there and uh See if you can take on uh, my amazingly generic side this year. I just basically created a side for the purpose of being able to create the group. It's honestly why I stop super coaching because it ends up just everyone having the same players. Yep, yep. Draft ones are good, but draft yeah. twenty draft ones. Fuck that shit. Get the fuck out of here. That was, ne- <laughs> and, um, you know, and if, and you know next 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 season if someone wants to administer it, then that's great. But uh, yeah, I got <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. And start booking your fucking Airbnbs now for Grand Final Week. Meet up. Grand Final, we're going to do... We definitely, last time, was so good that we are definitely 100% doing the weekend again. It'll be a Saturday night members thing. Yep. Sunday at the at the pub thing or whatever. Free for all. Free for all. Um, it's going to be fantastic. And we're going to do the, the Saturday for the double header in May. I think it's around the 14th of May, yeah. I think, off the top of my head. Uh, so we definitely do that too. So if anyone's, com- anyone's coming up to Brisbane for that one, you've got plenty of notice. It is Mother's Day weekend though. Isn't Mother's Day the first Sunday in May? Hmm. What it is, it's fuck close to my birthday. Ooh. So extra party. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to get loose. Okay. Oh, fuck, look. Uh, I'm, the only way we could probably make it bigger from next year, I said, is if we actually you know, charter a bus. If we get enough people that are Brisbane based that want to come to the grand final weekend, <laughs> fucking chip in and get a fucking bus. That's like a double-decker, like, loose, loose mobile. Like. <laughs> no. But we'd have to drive it past Tigers HQ and go, this is what a fucking bus looks like. <laughs> and then go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. lovely. That sounds like fucking hassle, though. Like, it sounds like it'd be fun, but it also takes, you know, you've got to add another 10 hours onto each end of the, you know what I mean? How many things in life are fun with little hassle? Point them out to me, I'll take them. <laughs> All right. So you're saying it's worth it? Definitely. You're guaranteeing me it's worth it? <laughs> yes. Guarantee. I can also talk to your dead relatives. <laughs> fucking. Oh, fuck. That's it. First one in the can. Thanks, thanks for having us back. Thanks thanks for having us back. It's uh, it's great to be back again, and uh, I'll see you next week. Bye.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.